0: <laughs> no, keep your energy of dancing You, oh, don't, have I, to, you don't have to You know why mine. I was dancing? Why?
1: Because we're wearing bright colors yeah, That's true And we don't typically do that
0: That's also true Yo, so, yo, Jade asked me earlier Like, what's your favorite fall color? And I was like The same color it is every season And she was like, okay, Mo All black I was like, alright <laughs> Exactly Her and Cavante K- was there He said the same thing at the same time They both said all black I was like, okay, so Like, I'm easy? I'm Sunday morning? <laughs> Yeah. All right. (laughs) Fine. That's why you always got to trust the people around you. Not always, but sometimes more than you trust yourself. Why do you say that? Give you a perfect example. You've done it again, Katie. Yo, so (laughs) when uh, the video, which I believe to this point in my career, has gotten the most views, Mm -hmm. even more than the astrology videos, I believe, Mm -hmm. me speaking to the black community. Very first time I saw that video, I didn't understand what you were doing. I was like, why that one? They're going to kill me for this. No, I was embarrassed. I'm looking at myself like, no. Oh. But you said it. Why are oh. you
1: embarrassed?
0: Because it's like when I say things, I'm in the moment. Perfect. Literally. I'm not truly, th- like I'm thinking about what I'm saying, but I'm not watching myself say it. Okay. It's like when you hear yourself on a voicemail. It doesn't hit the same as you, like when you're just talking. Right? right, But it's something about hearing yourself, watching yourself. You start to critique yourself. And maybe I was a little too passionate. Maybe I, you know, mm, okay. maybe I didn't deliver that in the best way.
1: How you wanted it to be delivered.
0: Because you want to be perfect. Right. So you start critiquing it and then it started doing what it was doing and I was like, go ahead, Katie. <laughs> so I remember you was like, yo, you got to trust me. So I said, all right. So then last night, My uncle came through with the edibles a little while ago. Oh. And his edibles, they be edibling. They're a little different.
1: They snatch your soul.
0: What? So I'll give you a perfect example. He gave me two cookies. Okay. And I ate one, you know. A whole cookie? Whole cookie.
1: Is that the equivalent to a brownie? Because I was always told that you never eat a whole brownie.
0: So I think so because I didn't think much of it because normally the edibles that I get, they're like 10 milligrams of THC. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's normal, right? And those put people down that are not really about that life. So there I am. I have a night where I had, like, extra time, no meetings. I got, like, a couple hours to just watch Netflix by myself, do whatever I want to do. So I lost my mind. I'm like, where the Eddie's at? (laughs) Right? And I go get the cookies that I remember my uncle gave me. Right. Not thinking anything of it. Mm -mm. If it's two cookies in there, I know I can eat one.
1: Of course. I'm like
0: that. I'm from, you know what I mean? So I eat it and then... I don't know. Start feeling a little a little different.
2: Hmm.
0: was happening here? And then something said, hey, check the little THC-MGs on there. It's 500, Katie. 100? 500. 250 a cookie.
1: Oh, so you was lights out. You what? had to been lights out. 500?
0: I think most people wouldn't have made it. But I fought. <laughs> Katie, I was in a bed fighting for my life. I was, yo, I couldn't. T- I'm going to make it. I couldn't sleep. I was so high, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I was just laying in a bed. Mad thoughts. All my life yo, I had to fight. That's how you was feeling? I'm going back to what somebody said to me when I was seven. Getting upset about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ain't no way.
0: Yo, I start thinking about all the stuff I did wrong. I start thinking about who lying to me, telling me they like me when they don't. I put Drake fake friends on. Hey. I was having a moment. Things was moving.
1: Were you talking to yourself? Yes. Like, and another thing, self. <laughs> yes. That's
0: how you were. <laughs> I was going through all of it, right? And then, boom, phone started blowing up. <laughs> I look, it's Instagram. I said, oh, boy, i put it back down. I didn't even check it. Not tonight. Then it kept going. I finally picked it up. I said, Katie posted a new video. I said, oh, no. So, of course, I pick it up. And there it is. You go my emotional ass again, being passionate about something. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, not this one. <laughs> Why would you choose this one, Katie? I'm all hype. My hands going all over the place. I'm like, I got a message, right? right. I'm really, I'm doing New York stuff. I'm yes. using my hands.
1: You were feeling it, and that's the point. You were feeling that passion.
0: Yeah, I know. I was talking, man. Mm. When you get into that place, I like I really want to do talk to like motivational speakers and pastors and just people who really be passionate about what they're saying. Right. They not playing with their words. They really trying to help people and impact and about the world. That. Yeah. yeah. So I saw it and I was embarrassed by it. I was like, oh no. So I turned my phone off and went to sleep. I said, I guess we'll just we'll sleep on it. And my, high ass, yeah, my high ass laid there for another two hours. <laughs> Just the way It's off, you Just laying there, right?
1: Should I turn my phone
0: back? I don't on? know what to do. I'll put it on mute. Like, whatever, man. Whatever happens, happens. So when you high, you know how like all of the negative stuff go through your mind. Yes, I'm like mad people that uh like in in positions of power are gonna hear this. I'm not gonna have a job tomorrow. Like this is what I'm. Katie 250 milligrams. <laughs> like my mom doesn't like me anymore. You were talking about
1: get out of your imposter syndrome.
0: Yes, so that you are not. And you mad thought you were hey, gonna get
1: fired. Because you're talking about stop being your own worst enemy.
0: You ever had a 250 milligram cookie? <laughs> no. It ain't going to make sense. Okay. All right. I promise you. All right. You're not going to know what's going on. Okay. Right? At the moment, yes. I thought I was getting fired. Okay. I was like, why did Katie post this one? So I wake up to all of these beautiful comments. This is a word. It's articulate. articulating. That boy preaching. He going off. He's going crazy. Like, damn it, Katie did it again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, Katie.
1: I told you to trust me. (laughs) You
0: did. And I did. Yeah. And here we go. Yep. Sometime, you have to get out of your own way Mm. and trust the people around you. Exactly. That's not easy for a lot of us to do. True. But lesson has been learned. Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. I, There's a moment in everything and everything is a moment I talk about the comedy in it all This is your first time Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard I'm your new favorite comedian Mo Mitchell Your money back Shout out to all our regular listeners And our new listeners Episode 134 Woo! It's lit Give me one athlete whose number was 34 Huh? Yup
1: um, It wasn't Shaq? He didn't have a four in his
0: number. Yo, Shaq might have been because that's what I thought. <laughs> I think Shaq was Wait thirty-four. Hold on, oh, you might have really went off. You might have did something there. I think Shaq was thirty-four. He's thirty-four. Hey! Oh, Big Shaq! Yeah, look at that. Thank you. Why do you do Shaq so well? <laughs> have you ever met Shaq? Because you know he'd be in the building.
1: Yeah, I met him once, and I'll, I'll never forget it. I was new in the building. I was working at promotions. And he was, he would come in every Thursday, I believe, for the sports station we had here. Yeah. And so one time I caught him in the hall, I was like, yo, can I take a picture? He's like, Your boyfriend's not gonna be mad. That's <laughs> that sounds exactly. like Shack. I was like, No, I don't have boyfriends. He's like, All right, let's take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, okay. <laughs> Did you do his voice for him? No. <laughs> Katie, okay, that was your
0: moment.
1: I feel like a lot of people do that to him. I didn't want to be it's the extra corny, person. Right? Yeah.
0: Now people be doing that when they like, when it's racist. Like you ever noticed that? Like, do you have friends who will go into like, you know, like the Chinese store and then they start like you like your family do that?
1: Like you can't do that. You can't do you that. Can't no, do that.
0: We can't no. And then they I don't think people do it on purpose.
1: No, because sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I've caught myself doing it in the past on accident. Yeah. Where I'll go into a nail salon and I'm asking for an eyebrow wax, but I don't per, I don't say yeah. it correctly. Yep. I say it short, like how I've heard them say it. I'm like, wait, Katie, Cause you that is like so Because you feel like you're trying wrong. to help.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not. You're being an asshole. If
1: I say it in an accent, maybe you understand me better. I'm like, wait, wait, what is wrong with me? Hold on. I'm so sorry. I do not mean that. Right. In a negative
0: way at all. No. You don't realize how like foul that is until someone does it to you. Like, exactly. Remember when homeboy worked at the station? And you would hear him talk to everybody else. Really normal. Hey, guys. How's your day going? What's up, brother? Then you see me. What's up, big dog? That's
1: the one that I told you about the Martin episode? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Every time yep. he spoke to me, yep. we had to discuss black culture in the bathroom. <laughs> and everything ended with dog, son, fam, bro, I am my guy. <laughs> Talk like
1: you. Like, you don't have to try to relate to me. And I feel like it's it's partly you're trying to figure out how to relate to a culture that you don't understand. Right. But you're trying a little too hard. And it's like, it's Okay.
0: To be yourself. It's okay. Say less. Who's next? All right, this is why I'm mad.
2: Off my head, they test my feet. I'm just trying
0: to get... We're trying to tell it. a story without they saying names. Protect the U.S. No. No. In this case...
1: Don't protect it. No, I'm kidding. No,
0: we're protecting the guilty. Oh. Just because I'm, I'm trying to be better at this, right? Okay,
1: okay. I like this approach.
0: But, um... So at the show, <laughs> one of my really good friends... Brought a uh, pretty big-time Hollywood producer. And I didn't even know. But you know who the friend is because you know which one of my friends yeah. is moving like that. Exactly. Yeah. So to hear him say, yo, I'm bringing a big-time Hollywood producer to the show is not big news, right? But after the show, he introduces me to the producer.
1: Okay. I meet him. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, yo. I mean, spoke very highly of me, which was a big compliment because my friend had told me he don't do comedy shows. It's not his thing. And I guess he had invited him like to my show the last three times. He never made it, but he made it to this one. He said, you know what, I'm going to come. You keep asking me, I'm going to come. So he apologized to me. He came up to me and he was like, I want to apologize to you because you're that damn funny. Like, you were that good. Like, I am blown away mm-hmm. by how amazing you are as a comedian. I was like, wow. Like, that felt... Amazing. And I didn't think anything of it. Now, I did feel like his energy was up. You know, but we all drinking. We having a good time. Lit. He enjoyed himself. Right. right? Like, yo, ma, you'll never believe who came over here and said I'm popping. Right? It was one of those moments. hmm Come to find out, well, my friend, I introduced him to another friend. Okay. Who you know very well.
1: Okay. I'm trying to put the math. All right. Okay.
0: And um, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And
1: oh, oh,
0: okay,
1: okay, 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 okay. okay. So, (laughs) okay,
0: okay, you with me now? Yep, yep. Mm. All right. So, so introduces the producer, big time Hollywood producer, who took time out his schedule. No, he's probably doing. Like Jurassic Park 14 or something. I don't know. Introduces him to (laughs) I don't know why he did that. They both have a lot in common, though. Okay. So I can understand where (laughs) was going. Okay. So you remember 8-Ball and MJG? Yes. You know what comes in the form of an 8-Ball? Wait, wait. Uh Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Yo, Katie, they went to the back, got it popping real quick. That's why his energy was up like that. So...
1: That makes so much sense. They,
0: yes. They were... Yes. Speed it. Yes. 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 And yes. Lit. That man had him that at makes the after party. so
1: much sense now.
0: High as a kite. That little cookie I had does not compare. No. No, I was Empire. He was power. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I go to my other friend. Right. Ish. hmm Yo, when fam brings, like, big-time people, you don't... you don't go play eight ball in MJG, no, my you, guy. You do not do that. What are you doing? He said, Why? dude, he loved it.
1: He said, yeah, yeah but, but, of course, because the industry he's in, it will make
0: sense, but still. This shot went in. Next one might not. And you're taking risk that I don't need you to take when you're in these situations. Right. I said, dude, I understand where you're coming from, but we had a great night. I said, I'm aware. He said, no, I, let me tell you. Imagine meeting someone for the first time, and the first story that they tell you, the very first story, ends up with their dick being broke. Somebody broke this man dick, Katie. Excuse me? Yep, that's what I said. I didn't, I've never heard of, yeah, no, take your time. No, because I needed three days. Yeah. Katie. They went in the bathroom, did whatever they do when they do what they do when they do that. Came out and he told him about a story where he met another, and I'm sorry to the listeners because I want to tell y'all who, but I can't, but he talked about another really famous woman no. Who apparently no. was off the same sauce no. and was going crazy. And then I saw a tweet that said, yo, why y'all be riding so aggressively and violently like that? That man is not moaning because he likes it. it.
1: It's It hurts. It
0: hurts? He said, no, like, she broke his dick. I've never heard a story that ends in a broken penis before in my life. But apparently this happened. And this is a... I just... So, what the hell? Yeah.
2: And
1: the yeah. doctors and... I have so yep. many questions. I have she's, so she's, many questions. How did he get it back working? Did he get it back surgery. working? Is it still... Is it, like... Was it straight before? And now it's crooked. Like, is, how...
0: So, remember I told you I got a friend who does... um, Who's an assistant? The pussy fell off.
1: And yeah. fell asleep. And, like, and that's, and, like, and, a
0: normal day in her life? Yeah. Well, yeah, I told her about this story. She's
1: like, what oh, happens all the time? All the time?
0: Dicks be out here breaking, Katie.
1: All the time?
0: That's what they say. I can't imagine... Like I I I can't imagine it. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't imagine it. Man says she broke his dick. I don't. Yep. Oh. Yep. So I don't know what you want to do with that. But if I had to know, I, I felt like you should too. So I thought there was no better way to start the part than with that one. Because no. if your penis breaks, no. I'm certainly mad at it.
1: The the pressure. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so many things. There's so many factors here that is just it's just not clicking. Not understanding.
0: What is the body weight mass to ratio of? Well, I know the actress and I can tell you she's, um, she's not, she's not big at all. Petite. Yep, Very, very slim. But, you know, she was getting to work. Is now it- she was getting to work. Wow. And you ready for this? No. Oh, he's married. So well, how, yep. I, I, how you go home with your dick broke though? How you explain that? You like, don't. Men have had to explain what you're doing with this condom. Where them drawers come from?
1: Earring, the smell of perfume. Whose number
0: is this? Makeup on your shirt. It's a lot of things that as a man, one day you know you might have to explain if you on that side. Exactly. Of the, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I don't know a man had to explain how his dick broke. No. How do you explain that?
1: You can't unless, no, no, there is no unless.
0: You at the hospital. Because
1: whatever you say afterward is going to be something so absurd. Yeah. That is going to even make you more guilty than what you already are.
0: Well, okay, so play the part of a man in this situation. Like, you have to give me something.
1: Raccoon bit my dick. (laughs) That's what (laughs) he wanted. Look, all right, I was coming home. It was a long night. And, you know, I was at at the party, you know, of course it was this industry party with all these people and stuff like that. And I thought... I just didn't want to be bothered with anybody, so I snuck out the back in the alleyway, right? Uh-huh. And I had, like, a biscuit in my hand.
0: Oh. And then from out of
1: nowhere... Where the biscuit was from? It was from the party. They were handing oh, out biscuits in the random party. random biscuits
0: at a party. Okay. <laughs> you know, you never yeah. know what
1: type of food you're going to get. Right. Okay? Uh-huh. Um... And so I was like, if I take the alleyway, cut left, and I can get to the car from the back, no one's going to see me. And they're going to leave me alone, right? right? Yep. But then in this dark alley, I didn't know there was a whole bunch of raccoons that sniffed my buttery biscuit. It
0: was a bunch of them, and okay. And when they
1: came and attacked me, right, it uh-huh. was a whole family.
0: It was a family of raccoons.
1: It was a family
0: yeah. of raccoons right. that
1: came after me, okay? Uh-huh. And the yeah. mama raccoon
0: oh, was, the mama. was like, <laughs> Oh, she went crazy. Just,
1: out of nowhere. I uh-huh. don't know why. What you mean? She attacked my dick.
0: She bitch. you. Wait, why was your dick out? Because you got I, jeans on.
1: Okay, the buttery biscuit and the butter. Yeah. You know, a lot of the residue from it.
0: The residue. Uh-huh. Was
1: on that area.
0: Right. You so, know,
1: if, if I'm holding it at a a waist level, if I'm holding the biscuit well, at a waist level. You're holding your biscuits level,
0: by your nuts? That's the way you carry your food? Okay. Yeah, I, I,
1: because I'm, I'm going to eat it when I get in the car, right? So I'm not going to hold it up. T- I'm not eating it as I walk. I'm... I'm just eating it at a lower level where my hands naturally rest, which is by my balls. Okay. And-
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah.
1: And of course, the mama raccoon, she sniffed the butteriness, and that area was what she first attacked. So
0: she pulled your zipper down because I don't understand. Because I don't understand how the she raccoon got she in didn't your have pants. To okay? no, uh-huh. it, she
1: was just so ferocious right. that um. She attacked through the pants. Oh, she ate
0: through the jeans. Yeah. The, the raccoon ate through the jeans. Absolutely. And then ate your dick. Yep. And that's how you ended up with a broken dick. Yeah. And a broken marriage. Oh. Uh, okay, got it. Yeah, because yeah, if you think that a woman <laughs> is out here believing that bullshit, I can tell you ain't never been a man who cheated before. <laughs> yeah, now nah, you have no experience in this, Katie. <laughs> all right, let me show you how this is supposed to go. You ready? Okay, all right. All right. Bang. So I'm in the hospital. The,
1: how, how did you end up in the hospital?
0: Um, well, (sighs) I don't even know how to tell you this. Um, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm off meds. This story is going to sound all over the place. But, you know, it is what it is. I was out with my friends. Strippers came. I don't do strippers. You know me. I don't get down like that. Only woman I want to see naked is you. So what I decided to do... Was leave then what? Oh, when I left, uh huh. Um, what happened was there was a stripper. I'm to just be honest because you see, this is the thing, Katie. You gotta give a little bit of something that sound like something. You gotta oh. get, you know what I mean, you oh. gotta get yourself up a little bit. Okay. So this is how you do that, right? I was on my way out. Uh-huh. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, a stripper was kind of like saying some things in my ear, trying to get me to stay.
1: So you was gonna stop
0: for her? Nah, I ain't stopped. I kept it moving, but the things that she was saying. What was she saying? Uh, some nastiness, right? It was nasty. But when I got in the elevator. I had thought about you so much that I was, um, let's say, uh, excited – Oh, and then when the doors was so,
1: so you was excited off of her, but nah, not off of nah. me. Nah, I got, I got excited
0: in the elevator, Queen. Again, I'm off the meds. I'm in pain. You gotta let me get this story out, okay? Because we can't be on the phone that long because they' about to put me in surgery. Why don't you so so tell you me where you are? I sur- show up because I don't know.
1: Okay, you know what I'm
0: saying? So you, you gotta ask, figure that out, Because the nurse not in here right now. <laughs> oh. You are gonna let me tell the story or Press not? Press the button and this, then all right. This go why ahead. I don't even want to be with you because this not this when you flipping on her because you don't never listen to me. You see, you always make it about you. I'm the one with the dick broke.
1: You know what, King? I'm sorry that you're in
0: pain. Go ahead. Now I saw a kid mm-hmm. about to get hit by a car. What? When the elevator door opened, I forgot I was excited. Ran out, Outside jumped, the strip dove, tried off. to catch the kid, move him out of the way, uh-huh. landed on my excitedness. My dick is broke. Here's the doctor. I gotta what? call you back, babe. I see you in a little bit. What? Love Where are you. you? <laughs> Bye. You see? Now that's how you lie. There's no time to answer. No question. She's smarter than you. Why would you ever <laughs> let her answer? No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Who's next? Yo, can you say that your daughter is hot as a man?
1: No. No. Okay. No. So I'm not tripping. No. That's it, weird, right? It disgusts me. This
0: has almost become a new wave because I've seen like three guys now. Hot? No. Yo, my daughter is hot. You like, can say,
1: oh, my- she's beautiful. She's a beautiful young lady. I- I absolutely. I feel like that's proper.
0: I don't even call, like, a woman I'm interested in hot. It's
1: a cultural thing.
0: But I wouldn't say fine. Saying your mm-hmm. daughter is fine is It's weird.
1: equivalent to hot. Okay, yeah. yeah, no. Oh, no. Ew.
0: There's a couple celebrities who have tried to normalize saying my daughter is hot. My daughter is fine. I take my daughter on dates. I love my daughter. And their intentions in this is I'm present. I don't care what you have to say. I'm present. I'm in my daughter's life. I think the world of my daughter, if I call my daughter fine, she don't have to worry about if another dude is doing the same.
1: No, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I think that terminology and the way you say things matters. And the reason why, especially as a father, you're old enough to know how certain terms are going to be perceived. Even if you want to claim, you don't want to say it like, you know, so much so like my father. If he texts me or if he talks about me, he'll say, beautiful, beautiful and beautiful young lady. If we take pictures together, I didn't even know this was a thing. But apparently a woman that you're dating is supposed to be on a certain side of you in a picture versus a woman you're not dating. Like my dad, really? my dad is the one who taught me this. So we were about to take like a picture together. And he's like, no, 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 no. That's not the right side. That will be the side of a woman I'm dating. Switch sides with me.
0: I've never heard this. Before.
1: I, I don't know. Maybe if it's where he grew up. He grew up in Mississippi. I don't know if that's because of how he grew up and stuff like that, but it's so, like, so much so that he's like, no, this is daughter level and this is, like, a woman I'm He separates the two. He's not going to say, hey, I'm going to take you out on a date. He's like, no, we're going to spend father-daughter time together, pedicures, let's go, and drink some wine. I think the terminology that he uses matters. He doesn't say date. He doesn't say I'm fine or anything like that. At the same time, He makes me feel like I am beautiful or I am worthy of someone who can actually care about me. And I I know that I'm worthy of more and that I deserve to be treated at a certain level because my father makes that known. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't have to say I'm fine to make that known.
0: Yeah, that's corny to me. I don't understand. I, I don't like that. There's ways that you make your daughter feel beautiful without having to say you fine or you hot. That just that'll never sit right with me.
1: And the only way the only way I can probably think that the reason why some fathers may do it is because they're trying to figure out how a way to relate. So they're trying to use the terminology that they feel the youth would use. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's still it still be disgusting. I'm like, ew.
0: make the youth live up to the standard that you are creating for your daughter. You don't go down to try to make her relate to the, the standard that you believe the youth is presenting. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. I didn't know if that was just me, but what about, so on a big show, we had uh, the story about the father who felt like, you know, he wanted to give his daughter condoms. Uh, She was 17, I believe, and she was going on a weekend trip with her boyfriend, and so he wrapped up some condoms as a gift, and I guess his his girlfriend, who was technically the stepmom, felt it was inappropriate as a woman. How do you feel about that?
1: Kind of on the fence. Okay. And the reason why is because I can see it from the the side of a father who's just trying to make sure his daughter's protected. It's just the same way. My mom would tell me to use a condom. My mm-hmm. mom even told me, like, before I told her, hey, mom, I'm actually into a different type of person, which is women. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, growing up, she would tell me, you know, make sure you make sure that it's wrapped up double times. Like, she would always tell me this, like, so I can understand from a parent, it's just a guy saying the same thing to his daughter. So I technically don't see anything wrong with that. However, that's not going to be her main gift. Like, I'm going to give you something else. And then on the side, I understand that you're probably sexually active. So here's protection just in case, you know. So I can kind of understand it. But at the same time, like, it's kind of weird. But it's weird because we haven't normalized it coming from a father. That's if it was a thing. mother...
0: Wouldn't have thought nothing of it? Nothing. Or yeah. if it was a father giving it to his son? You wouldn't have thought anything of it. Anything of it at all? It's because it's not normalized. And that's why I was torn because a part of me is like, yeah, as a father, I don't feel like I would do that. I don't have children. I don't have a daughter. So I really don't know what I would do. Um, but if I'm acting off of what my instincts tell me, I probably would be uncomfortable giving my daughter condoms. But then I said to myself, if it was a son, I would not I would probably gave him to him when he was 14 and didn't think anything of it, right? So mm-hmm. it's, Yeah. You know, that's it's an interesting one, but I do think that you can certainly have good intentions when you do both of these things as a father. It's just a matter of not forcing your uh masculinity onto mm-hmm. trying to understand what a young woman may need and learning as much as you are willing to try to teach.
1: Yes, and your delivery always matters. Who's
0: next? I'm mad at the fact that I feel like when you really look at this, the world is undeniably a fucked up place. Have you ever heard? Well,
1: hell yeah.
0: Oh, we know that, right? Hell yeah. But have you ever heard of Faces of Death? Mm-mm. See? So watch this. This is interesting because this came up the other day. And so my generation, when I was young, there was a series of videos. It was called Faces of Death, right? And basically what it was, was there was a guy who had this idea at the time to put a bunch of different scenarios of death onto VHS. Now, mind you, you have to think, this is before Twitter. It's is before any kind of internet. It's before all that.
1: Is it like actual deaths?
0: Actual deaths. So, somewhat, because it was like 60% real from what they say. There were different scenes. There were a ton of different really, really graphic deaths, whereas it might have been someone getting shot in the face, might have been someone jumping from a roof and hitting the ground. It might have been, I guess, in certain cultures, they'll actually put a monkey in the middle of the table and close the table and pop the monkey's head open and eat the monkey's brains, like just really graphic stuff. And I remember being a kid and this was huge because, again, this was at a time when that was the only way you could get your hands on something like that. Mm-hmm. Same way, there was a time when you had to go on Blockbuster and ask for a point. Right. Couldn't just get it in the comfort of your home. You had to go in there and say, yo, I need that new Horror the Explorer. Mm-hmm. Back- Featuring boots, <laughs> backpack, backpack. Like, you couldn't, <laughs> you had to embarrass yourself. In order to get...
1: (laughs) Sir, are you...
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And she had to, like, look at you. Beep. All right. Like, every week you come in here, you know what I'm saying? You got seven days. So you kind of had to face whatever it was you were about to go do. Right. So faces of death was, like, sold out everywhere. It was hard to get your hands on. It was a really big thing because at that time, you couldn't just see death in front of you. That wasn't an option. So that's where the intrigue came from, right? Because it wasn't so accessible. And then obviously time moved on and eventually you had A Thousand Ways to Die on national TV like it was nothing, right? And they didn't show these people dying, but they told the stories. But I just remember how... Like, wow, that was, and how everybody was trying so hard to get their hands on this because it was so difficult to do, because technically it should be difficult to just watch somebody die. I don't think that's something that we should experience as human beings, right? So it made me realize that this generation today never even heard of it. Like, you didn't, you've never even heard of it. So eventually they tried to ban it, and I think they did ban it in a certain amount of countries. Like, they banned it in a lot of different places, but it was so popular where they didn't, that I think they ended up making like five or six series. And it's called Faces of Death. And it's all these VHSs. And I think the guy passed away who created it. But at that time, he was popular. His videos were popular. And it was all because of how difficult it was to find it. Mm Kind of similar to the R. Kelly sex tapes at that time. Like Mm -hmm. when they came out, the whole world was talking about it. So it was viral before there was a such thing as viral. But when I really started thinking, I'm like, we once lived in a world where you could release one VHS and the entire world would struggle to get their hands on it. Now, at any age, anywhere in the world, you could literally pick up your phone or your laptop and you can see death everything, everywhere.
1: So That is scary, Katie. I have a quick sub-question. Mm-hmm. In the age of VHS, was there ever a VHS that you stumbled upon that you were not supposed to? A couple of them. That was labeled as something different.
0: I want to say it was like the Apollo or something like that. Okay. Because at the time I wanted to see like Showtime at the Apollo, yeah. and it was some big naked black dude beating the drums with his All dick. Right. And I was—I think I told this story at one of my shows. Remember? And okay. I, yeah, I turned it on thinking it was going to be Showtime at the Apollo, and then I just saw a dick, Katie. <laughs> I, I, I ran. I was like, "Ah!" That man, dick kept going. It come class, he's, he's killing her! Oh, yes. I've been there.
1: Ours was the family picnic 1993. <laughs> <laughs> it was next to my Bambi VHS. Oh, Lord. Okay, because I still, I, I, even though I came at the end as far as how old I am, because I'm 28, right? But I was still around for VHS and CDs and all that stuff. So oh. a lot of the stuff from the ending of the 90s, because like in 1999, I was five years old, right? And so we still had VHS and I still had a VCR up until 2006 until it exploded. But I would still watch my old movies, right? (laughs) Because I didn't want to get it on DVD. And so I remember it was like next to the Bambi and the Black Cinderella. And in the middle of it was like Family Picnic 1993. And I was like, what's the Family Picnic going on? It's a family. Right. right? So I, I pulled that VHS. Pop it in. Boop. And then it was at the end. And you know with VHS you had to press the button to rewind and stuff. And I, re, like, rewounded it all the way to the middle. And in the middle, I see, hey, shake that thing, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's strippers at a picnic. Hey. So it's male strippers. Yeah. Like, nude. And it's these women throwing them ones. And I'm like, why is this in the media console next to Bambi? Right. Like,
0: <laughs> why would that happen? Yo, that happened in a lot of families because it was a drunk uncle who knew that that was coming on. He didn't have a lot of time, so he would just pick up whatever VHS was was close. Right? He might he tape over the family reunion from 1993. (laughs) Now it's dick everywhere. Here you go thinking you' about to see your grandmother having a good time.
1: No, no. (laughs) But my thing is, take it back to the room. Don't leave it in the living room media console. Nah, you're right. For me to find one day and be traumatized.
0: See what I'm saying? (laughs) So think about how now today. You almost had to be accountable for the fact that you wanted to view these things and witness these things. And now you can go on Twitter just to get the news and see somebody get shot.
1: Yeah.
0: Or see some dick out. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, I don't know. It just it just made me think about how accessible these things that we never even could get our hands on 30 years ago, 20 years ago. Boy, it's fucked up out here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm mad at that.
2: Who's
0: next? In the same vein, you know what else I'm mad at? Everything in life, you, the older I get, the more I realize this. If it's a gift, it's a curse.
2: Oh,
1: 100 percent
0: Right? Like you have to accept that. Every gift is coming with some form of a curse. And I we were just speaking to how you pray for a lot of things. Oh, okay. What? No, no. no. I didn't know where it yeah, was. No, was going. I ain't going crazy. I, I ain't, ain't going crazy. I ain't know I'm going today, the light switch. Nah, I ain't know what's I'm, I'm going different today. Okay. <laughs> People learn on their own time. I ain't here to teach them anymore. But when you pray for things, Mm -hmm. typically, you pray for the good. Of course. Wholeheartedly. You want the good so bad. There's a reason they tell you to be careful what you wish for. Because something is coming with that. And a lot of times we'll get mad at the fact that God hasn't given us things we've asked for at the time that we've asked for it, not realizing you can't handle it yet. Same way as a kid, and I talked about this at the show. You would be pissed when you asked your parents for a Sega, and you went through your gifts, and the first four gifts were clothes. You ain't see a Sega yet. Now you mm-hmm. mad, right? And you ungrateful, and your parents is looking at you like, "I should, I should take the Sega back now, yep. since you frown in your face at the fact that you opened up some clothes, because you don't think about the fact that if we just got you a Sega, you going to school ass naked. Mm. Now mm-hmm. your dick out." And it ain't no VHS. It's nope. real life, right? Right. But you don't know that. You seven, you eight. You're not wise and mature enough to realize that that shirt on your back is way more important than a Sega Genesis, right? Some of us as adults still don't get that lesson, and God is literally telling us the same exact thing. I know you're asking for a Sega, but you need clothes right now. The gift is always coming with a curse, even when you don't know that it is, right? Yeah. You going to say something? There's always fine print. Always. So think of this. In a way, we're blessed, but we're not. The human species. You have to think about why us? Think about all of the other species on the planet.
1: Why we here and not the dinosaurs? Yeah,
0: pretty much. Why do we have the brains that are capable of what they're capable of? Because people automatically assume that we're happier than animals because they sit around all day and don't do shit. I'm starting to think we might not be, yo. No. I think that animals are way happier than us because they don't have the brain capacity to know how happy they should or should not be. Except for elephants. That's different. Elephants, dolphins, monkeys, gorillas, a whole other thing, right? But even they. They still seem happier. You ever seen a dolphin see a mirror? No, they'd be happy for a year off that shit. Is, is
1: that a video? Is no, it no, on that's YouTube?
0: Looked that up. No, when a because do- dolphins are one of the only species that are wise enough to l- understand what's happening when they see a mirror. Mm-hmm. Most animals see a mirror, they don't know what's happening.
1: Yeah, they think it's another animal. And it's yeah, they like, yeah, bro, yeah it's you.
0: Yeah, they they'll never figure that out. Dolphins, no they didn't start doing all, like, oh oh sh- look at me <laughs> oh it's up oh what? you know and I was looking at that going look how happy they are just to see a damn mirror right Even, as wise as dolphins are right so like. Yo, when you think about it, yes, we are obviously extremely capable with our brain, which gives us a better life in a sense because we can feel emotions they can't, we can see things they can't, we can learn things they can't, we can create, build, we can do all of these amazing things. Those are the same things that make us the horrible people that a lot of us are. Look at the earth. I always like wonders sometimes. Because
1: they say that the reason why we're so advanced and why we're so developed, right, mm-hmm. as a human species, is because we know how to use our thumbs. That's it? Think about it. Okay. The only other species that has thumbs are monkeys. Hmm. Without thumbs, we wouldn't be able to build the buildings we have. Think about it. Where would humans be without thumbs?
0: So you don't even, like, give it to the brain? No. No. <laughs> You just give it to the thumbs. Yeah. That's it. Yo, we should try to go thumbless for a week. Because now I'm curious. Like, can you, can you still do all of the things you do regular? No, you can't. No! <laughs> thumb is, thumb, that's how I know my family is ridiculously competitive. Because you know we write in this book that's all about um just us praying for each other. And we have uh, now made ourselves a fist. Because it's five of us. Mm-hmm. So we're a fist. So one day we were joking around and we were saying which finger.
1: Oh. all of us were right.
0: right and i i think my uh i don't remember man i think my mom is the ring finger cuz she believes in love and my baby sister's the pinky cuz she's fragile and necessary, and I think I was the middle finger for obvious reasons. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and, and, nah. you know what I'm saying? I think my dad was the thumb because he's strong and necessary and head of the family and then I think my other sister got the pointer because she'll let you know what time it is mm-hmm. if you play with her. And I came up with that and it, and it worked, mm-hmm. but then it became like a draft pick. Like, no, why daddy get to be the thumb? He the most important. We can't do it without him. So I'm like, you exactly. might be on the Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But You don't think lions are happier than us? Like, look at male lions, Katie. They don't do shit. They don't move until another male come over here trying to press up on my property.
1: Okay. Maybe.
0: His wife out here doing all the hunting. She getting busy. He just sitting his lazy ass down all the time. Most of the animals only have to worry about being eaten. Long as you can avoid being somebody's lunch. As long as you're the predator. You had an amazing day. You ain't worried about going to work. Mm. You ain't worried about if you're getting cheated on. There are so many animals don't even take care of their kids.
1: But here's the thing. They just leave them. There's also so many animals that just fuck any other animal just because. So technically, they're getting cheated on. And
0: that don't sound like a bad life. <laughs> you have not convinced me that I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know why you thought <laughs> that I was going to do something. <laughs> with, what's the problem? Sheila
1: a, not going to care. Yeah, <laughs> if a fish
0: fuck a giraffe, so... <laughs> <laughs> if that's the worst thing that's gonna happen in your day, okay. <laughs> What's the problem? You see my point? Yeah. I don't know. I think I might have rather have been sea a fish. Sea creatures. Sea creatures should be worried. No, not a fish. What you mean? They just swimming around. Let's keep swimming. I don't know. Getting shit. caught.
1: In yeah, cages. I know. Come, but, come on, think about it. All the fishermen just scoop out of nowhere. You're swimming and swimming and you get caught in a cage. Nah, you're right. You, you with, a fish. Air. You like, I mean,
0: honestly, I would want. <laughs> Okay, I don't know what fish look like that. I would want to be on the top of the food chain, obviously, right? Like, you don't want to be somebody that's just running for your life every day. Yeah. But a lot of humans are running for their life every day. But they have thumbs. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, don't worry about it. Who's next? All right, last reason I'm mad. Yo, you ever had a friend or a sibling? I think a lot of people would be able to relate to this. We talked about this on Mo, where you be mad at them, right? And you love them, of course, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's your best friend, it's your sibling, it's your parents, it's, who, it's your family, whatever. Unconditional love at its finest. But that moment of, like, when you be mad at them, but then, like, something happens. So you want to talk to them? So now you mad that you mad? Yeah. And you mad that they mad? And, like, that's kind of how the mad stops? You ever experienced that? I like you know, that? you know what I'm saying? Like, you be so mad that something happens in life where you, like, I'm more mad at the fact that we're mad than I'm actually mad at what we're mad at.
1: Okay, so I've never experienced where we're both equally mad at one another at the same time. Mm-mm. I haven't experienced that.
0: That's interesting. Unless, I have so. I been mean,
1: there. the the only one time I've experienced that we were six and it was over a McFlurry.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, because I was nervous because you know what you told us you was doing at six. I know. And I thought she was fucking your man. No,
1: <laughs> no. Yo, my brother funny. and I were fighting over a McFlurry. Uh, he, right. he claims he don't remember to this day, but I remember it.
0: Nah, McFlurry, we're fighting over.
1: Exactly. And, he was, he was mad. I didn't want to tell him this on the phone. Here's a confession.
0: What well, I mean, happened? It's time. <laughs> now, your brother listened to it. It's lit. I know. Yeah, get it off your chest.
1: He was mad that daddy let me eat a McFlurry and he didn't get a McFlurry. And we were on a road trip and I got my favorite, Oreo McFlurry. That's my favorite too. And Daddy didn't let my brother get one. Oh. So imagine me in the back seat.
0: In his face. Yeah. Why he's doing that? He was dancing too?
1: Yeah. It was oh, a McFlurry. Boy. Come on. Why
0: he didn't get a McFlurry? What you do?
1: Cause daddy didn't think he deserved it. I was daddy's girl. I was like, girl, come on now. So
0: <laughs> kick that McFlurry out your hand. Straight out the window. And he yo. was
1: like, I don't understand why she and Dad was like, you know, just just chill.
0: Wow. Katie gets it, it.
1: My brother had to eat his nuggets.
0: and I, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I do put my nuggets in your McFlurry. <laughs> you want to play? Nah. <laughs> I'll put my thumbs right in your <laughs> McFlurry. <Yeah. laughs> eat it now. Who's next? All right, time for shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Yo, get overwhelming oh, you fat. Who? Is a great basketball player. Have you ever heard of? him? <laughs> Wait, wait, Yo, you, I've been doing that to all the women clarify. in my life. You better Yo, fucking clarify. Katie, the moment I got this audio in my hands, the first thing I did was write all the women in my family, in my life, a text message that said, "Hold you fat. And I've waited for them to respond. And I would read some of them. I hope. Oh, they bad. I hope and then I followed up with, "Is an amazing basketball player. Have you never heard of him? Have you never heard? No. Clearly not. No. Uh, All right, so for those of y'all who might not be familiar, uh, just imagine sitting there watching a French basketball game happen, and, well, this is what the announcer said. Assault curling off the screen, driving baseline. Oh, you fat with a three. Yes, I just said that. That is that man's name. Don't tweet at me. I don't want to tweet from anybody. That's the man's name. All right, so this went viral for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause my man's name is literally and legally Steve Ho u Fat. Mm. That's his name.
1: So his last name is Ho u Fat, or is Ho his middle name?
0: No, his, his last name is Ho u Fat. And there's spaces in it.
1: How is that spelled? But it's
0: one name. Ho it's spelled Ho u Fat. H-O Space Y O U Space F A T. What you want That's, from him?
1: Who? Who who was like, you know what? He's I'ma he, let my
0: son do that. What? His, I mean, he has. I believe he has Asian origin in his family, which is where this comes from. But they still know. They don't know. Remember, um, my man from Hangover. Yeah. Uh, what's his name?
1: He's also a doctor in real life, actually. Um, just Kendrick. Do we just gonna call him Kendrick? Because I can't even pronounce that. Kenji right.
0: Yong. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. He was in the Hangover. He's Korean, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I remember he did College Game Day. On ESPN, and he was like, "Went to
2: UCLA Med School." Shout out, Tran. You completely hope That's her last name. That's her last name. Relax, ESPN. How dare you? Great pick, UCLA. Great pick. I didn't die. I didn't die. That's Did he? Did he say what I did? Did he say on the back end that is her last name?
0: Well, last name is Ho. But he can say that he's Asian. Well, this guy is black, but his his family's Asian. Okay. That's how I got his name. His name is Ho You Fat. What you want they him to do? They should have
1: changed it. They should have.
0: No, they shouldn't have if that's the family if, name.
1: If he is half Asian, half African American, I'm going with the African American last name. I have two last names, okay? I'm going with the other last name.
0: He can't tell you to change lead better? What mm-hmm. if he don't like your name?
1: I should have.
0: But like, you did for
1: my For my kid, right? So yes. I have two last names, right? Mm-hmm. But for my future child... Depending on what the last name is for the other mother, we're not going to go with Ledbetter because of I was tormented with that last name. We're going to go with Birch.
0: But they proud of their name. That's family pride. His name hold you fat.
1: Oh, that's family trolling. No, it's not because it's a
0: different culture. You can't say that about their culture because you don't know how they feel about their culture. You're right. You're right. That's his name. And I pray to God he make it to the NBA. (laughs) I have never (laughs) wanted somebody to make it to the NBA so bad. Can you imagine if Charles Barkley gets to do an analysis about Steve Ho, you fat? Come
1: on. I know you have an impersonation. Come on. Pull it (laughs) out.
0: See, Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I knew the boy could cook. Because, <laughs> yo, listen, I can't do it. <laughs> but yo, they would have to say, whole oh, you fat. Just into oh, the game. <laughs> I think, "hold oh, you fat is the reason we won tonight. Right? Like, can you imagine? No, they would have to. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. The people around you can't do nothing about it. Obviously, you got to do this from a soundproof booth.
1: But no, you have to say like the like the man did in the clip. He said, yes, I really just said that, but that's his last every name. Every time? You can't do
0: it every time, Katie. If he go for 50, you can't explain every time why ho you fat just went crazy.
1: Ho you fat for 50? <laughs> yeah, that's his last name. That's his last name. Hey, ho! You can't do that.
0: <laughs> you cannot do that. Oh, my God. Oh. What if he marry a woman whose first name is bitch, I'm sorry, but, you no, know. No, no. It's, I, no. What? This bitch, you who? who? What would her name be? <laughs> well, just tell me. What would her full name be if her first name was Bitch, I'm sorry, but? Just what? What? Say it, Katie. Okay? What would her name be?
1: Her last name would
0: be... No, say her full name. No. No, say it. what? Just tell me. No, talk, no I just say it. Bitch, I'm sorry. You forgot the but. It's Bitch, I'm sorry, but. Oh, that's Say her, her name right. Bitch, I'm sorry, but. Uh-huh.
2: Who oh, you fat? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. All right. Who's next? Yo, shout out to Sebastian Ingus. Yeah, I know. You you don't know. But you will. Because I saw this yesterday. And powerful stuff. At Mm -hmm. least to me. And I said I wanted to put this on a pod. And it's ironic because now... It relates to a conversation that we just had before we came in here. Remember I said, Katie, I got something for you that I want you to listen to? Yeah. So I saw this clip and I thought it was super powerful and it would make for good conversation. And I'm just curious as to what you think about it. Okay. So let's play. it. I would rather tell you the truth and you think I'm an asshole than to tell you something I know is a lie, but you like me. And I don't want anyone close to me that's going to tell me what they think I want to hear unless it's the truth. And we do this as leaders. We do this as friends. We do this with the people in our life because we want them to like us. And it's selfish. It's not selfless. That's the fucking lie. And a lot of people will believe, I just don't want to hurt their feelings. No, fuck you. You don't have any courage. You don't want them to not like you. It's not about them. Quit fucking lying to yourself. You don't want them to not like you. You liking me is not my first priority. It's not even in my top three, to be honest. Now, if you do like me, great. But that isn't what's motivating me. Truth, love, freedom, community. Now, when I heard that message, Katie, it hit me in my soul because I've been saying that for a long time, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I ever said it that eloquently. So how'd you feel receiving that message?
1: That is very true. Um, I've always believed that the difference between a friend and a best friend is the truth that they tell. A friend will tell you what you want to hear. A best friend will tell you what you need to hear. Mm. And that's where that message for me lies is that if I'm your best friend, if I'm looking out for your best interest, regardless of how I feel or how I think you're going to receive what I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you the truth because I want better for you. And I want you to grow as a person or whatever the case may be. I want you to know, you know, Mm -hmm. how I feel. But like he said, if if it's someone who's just saying, not telling you the truth and they're just telling you what they think you want to hear or what they think may be better for them, that's coming from a selfish place.
0: I agree. And I feel like so many people operate from the space of I won't tell you how I genuinely feel. I won't tell you the truth because I don't want to hurt your feelings. And I think so many people believe that that is doing them a favor. And I've always said You are not doing that person a favor by doing that.
1: No, not at all.
0: You're making it easy for yourself. Mm -hmm. That's not selfless. That's selfish. And I've gotten a lot of uh, pushback on that. And I get why. But I feel like the way he put it, which was better than I ever have, makes it a little harder to do. Mm. Because, yo, I've damaged a lot of relationships, if I'm being honest. And friendships. A lot of ships. All of the ships. Because I was honest. When I saw you doing something or being a way that I didn't believe was beneficial to yourself, to me, to Mm -hmm. us, Mm -hmm. to the whole thing, you don't get this truth. Right. Now, if I don't have truth to give you, you won't get anything. But if I have it and I know that it may better you in the future, because right now it won't. Most of the time it won't in the moment. They just going to look at you as an a-hole and now they don't fuck with you. But at some point in life, you hope that they look back and go... Damn, he gave me something, Mm -hmm. and it helped. Mm -hmm. But you might sacrifice your own actual ship with them, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, friendship or relationship. But I've always been the person that was willing to sacrifice it because I'm not here for you to like me. I'm here for change. Mm. Make change, not always friends. If the friendship stays the same, great. Then you a real one, I'm a real one. Now you know I'm really walking with you. Let's be loyal. and let's go get to it. But if you're going to be on some... I'm not taking accountability. I don't want the truth. I don't want to hear that. I don't want nobody that's going to be honest with me. Because remember, I used to always say, people always get mad at the person who tell them the truth. For some reason, they never get mad at the person who lies to them. Ever. That's weird to me. So I just feel like he put it in a way I didn't think I ever could. And it just, yeah, that resonated with me. You yeah. respected it too?
1: Absolutely. All it right. took me a minute to learn it. Hmm. Um, it took me until college to learn that. With my like wholehearted best friends. I don't tell them what they want to hear anymore. Our first, like, year of being friends, I did. Mm -hmm. You know, because I didn't want to, you know, ruffle anybody's feathers. I didn't want to, you know, will they still be my friend, you know? Mm -hmm. But now I'm at the point where, no, I'm going to keep it 100, and they do the same, and I respect you even more for that. Even if I don't want to hear it, I still respect
0: you. I'm at the point where if you are constantly telling me something, To where I'm not having to challenge myself with what you're telling me. In my mind, it's one of two things. Either you are not in a position to be able to challenge me, which now I have to look at why. Mm -hmm. Because you're only as strong as the strongest person in your circle. Mm -hmm. So if you're the strongest person in the room, the smartest person in the room.
1: Come on now.
0: Something ain't right. Mm -hmm. You might might need a little bit of a different room, right? Mm -hmm. Or the other reason is you just being a yes man. You're just telling me what I want to hear. That's not going to help me either. Nope. So I'll start the question, why have you and I never got into a little something about something? And by getting into it, I don't mean like fight. or. All right, but why have you never given me a little bit of pushback? Mom, I don't like that. What about this? If everything I'm saying is, yeah, I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what the hell are you doing for me? How are you helping me? Mm-hmm. Look what happens when you have nothing but yes men around you. It makes you go west. You don't go east.
1: And we know what happens when you go west.
0: You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You with me. That yes man shit eventually catches up oh, with you. Oh, you did that on purpose. Yes, I did. Come on, that's me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's me. Who part like this? You know the part for all this. I just want to point that. it out. do will do that. <laughs> but you see, and it's like, yeah, man. At some point, I think if you really want to be somebody, you want to go, go somewhere. somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention Come and on realize that mm. sometime the people who really love you ain't going to tell you what you want to hear. It'll tell you what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Alright, let's get down to business. And if
1: I'm, high, it's I'm, here, I'm just trying to bring a
0: Alright, a few things we missed, right? Uh, just to cover them while we in the business section. First of all, um, prayer's up, and I'm happy for uh PNB's girlfriend. Okay. Because I don't know if you know, tell but the, the news ended up mm-hmm. coming out that they had to drop on him before she even posted that. Yeah. And, of course, I still feel the way I feel about posting.
1: And showing your location.
0: You can't do that. You simply cannot do that. But I am very happy that the Internet um, was made aware of the fact that the drop was happening either way. So now she doesn't have to live the rest of her life with that level of guilt on her shoulders. So a lot of people had to come out and apologize because, you know, they went super crazy. Yeah. Blaming it on her, saying it was her fault. So I'm very happy that she does not have to live the rest of her life with that level of guilt. Absolutely. So good for her, even though obviously it's still a very unfortunate situation. Uh, Rick Ross, that got away from us as well. Mm. I don't know why, but the internet really let him slide from one of them Dharma glasses. Okay. That was the thing, yo. At some
1: point, this is not a fashion. No? It's not.
0: No, you can't say that.
1: It's, It's not, and yes, there's a show out about it, but... We shouldn't be um, basically highlighting, g- glamorizing it.
0: No. Listen, you want to watch no. it in the comfort of your own home and not tell anybody, do what you do, right? Mm-hmm. You can't knock anybody for that, what you going to do right. about it. But to be online, to have a such an amazing fan base and following and say, Yo, I, like, I want those shades, though.
1: Nah.
0: I'm not exactly sure why that didn't get more attention.
1: Well, I feel like it should have because first he put Molly all in her drink and she didn't even know it. So the fact that you did that...
0: Yes, and he, and he I, also said he didn't put a stick of deal on when he... All right. Now, come on now. Yeah. Now, yeah, on now. yeah mm-hmm. All
1: right. Everything has been lining up, and the stars approved that Ross is not that dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But they, you know, this is going back all the way to when you were saying it was corny to be, uh, you know, the police, and you was CO. Mm. It's pretty close to a police. Yeah. But uh, not my fight. Number three, um... I better not see ASAP Rocky at halftime of the Super Bowl, Katie. Why not? What do you mean? Why not?
1: That's the baby daddy.
0: I don't care. And this. You now, want- all of the other times I've commented on this, let me be clear. Okay. It's come from hate. Right. Because you know I'm accountable. Mm-hmm. It's come from hate. This ain't hate. He has no business on that stage. I better not see ASAP Rocky on the stage at halftime, Katie. He don't okay. have he don't have a song with Rihanna. Don't put his ass on an umbrella remix in order to get him on stage at halftime. That's your baby, right? You stand by, and you give her her moment, and you watch her do her thing, and you support her. Don't bring your ass on set and make yourself an offset. Don't you do it. That ain't your moment. All right, that's fair. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. I bet not see it. Nah, that's fair. Come on. Nah, you're right. You don't see Hov on a stage every time Beyonce do cuff it. You don't? When he's supposed to be there, when he not, he sit back, he, he claps, and he watches Queen. Nah, that ain't your moment, dog. Right. And you ain't built for. It. We saw your face. We saw your face when they grabbed your cojones. All right, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Email Udoka. Who? So half of the news that I had said last week, I knew about, but didn't come out, has come out. Allegedly,
1: well, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, half of it came sir, out. You st- st- said, st- "Yep, fireball
0: offense." Yeah,
1: and the alleged news that came out was a fireball offense.
0: So I heard three things. One of the things that I heard behind the scenes that I couldn't speak on last week because it wasn't out yet, mm-hmm. still has not come out, and I ain't going to be the guy. So hopefully next week I'll tell y'all what that was when somebody else decides to be the guy because there's always a six nine in every one hundred. Now a hundred percent. I like that. You like that? You so did you did that. Did, did I'm, yeah. of y'all, baby, I'm, I'm it. a little bit. So, one of the things, two of the three that did come out though, one was that he is having multiple affairs. Like, that's wild. Most of the time you have one affair, like, you have one work wife. Mm-hmm. That man was getting popping with whoever wife wanted the business. And the second one was obviously that it was the owner's wife, Katie. Right. The owner. Like, top of the top.
1: You have to be like fired. Like, he
0: makes the rules.
1: If that's true, you have to be fired.
0: That's what I'm thinking. But listen, so that's why it's gangster. Because what I was told was the reason that he was suspended for a year was because if the owner fires him, you still got to pay him. You got to honor his contract. There's I guess that's the way it in works.
1: The, in the fine print.
0: Got to pay him the guaranteed money. It's like when a player gets hurt because he's injured, you don't have to give him his full contract, but you do have to pay him the guaranteed money, whatever that was worked out. But if you suspend him for a year, he doesn't get paid anything.
1: Mm, And that's how you hit him in his pockets.
0: Exactly. Because now he, not only does he not get paid, he can't go work for another team. So now he really got to sit. And stuck. He got to sit his ass down for a year and not make any money and he can't go anywhere. Now, after the year, it's up to you. Do you still want him to be here because, well, he is a damn good coach? Or do you want to say now that you didn't get paid for a year and you couldn't go work anywhere else, bye. I just wanted you to go at least one year without getting paid. Because Mm. I'm petty like that. And I'm the owner. So what are you going to really do?
1: I'm going to be Patty. You
0: see what I'm saying? So that's why they're saying that made sense to me because I'm like, that's why they suspended him for a year instead of firing him. That makes perfect sense. Because yeah. it's the owner's wife. He makes the rules. And that also tells you why the woman or the women involved nothing happened. Because people kept saying, well, why don't the woman yeah. own his wife, bro? Whatever, However he decides to handle his marriage is another thing. But, hey, he's the owner. He makes the rules. So I don't, I don't know. You don't know what, you know, okay. what it is with his wife, but that's all alleged information. I don't know. I just know the man came up short with Neil on. Who's next? Divorce is in the air. <laughs> I know I'll be like, yo. break hey, I rap. Yo, you know I rap. Right? I know, but... yo. Moments in time available now. <laughs> all right, download it wherever you get your music. Just search Mo Mitch Moments in Time. I've recently learned that some of y'all who listen to the pod don't know I'm like that. Album is doing incredibly well. I'm nominated for some awards. It's really Ooh. up out here. I'm on tails. You know what I mean? I'm on BET. Yo, it's up, man. Nah, I really rap. Don't talk to me about your favorite rapper from the past, from the future. Even if it is future, it doesn't matter. I'm really like that. Mm. Moments in Time available now. Katie's favorite song is Different Kind of Love. Mm. My favorite song is Leave Her Alone. Your favorite song might be The Streets. We don't know until you download it. Mm. Now. Divorce is in the air. Everybody's getting a divorce. Have you ever seen as many divorces? No, 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 no. It's not,
1: crazy. Not announced in one single day. Never seen this. That's too many.
0: Tia? Mm-hmm. From sister, sister, Tia and Tamara,
1: mm-hmm. is
0: divorcing Corey after, what, 15 years of marriage?
1: Yes, they were together for a while.
0: Long time, they say black love is over.
1: And, and they were on the episode of Black Love, talking about black love and how their black love... Relates and matters, but in the episode that people are bringing up, I hate that they're bringing up this episode because there was a moment where Tia wanted to say something and Corey was like, Don't be cutting me off.
0: I saw that. It looked, it looked, it, looked, I, awkward.
1: it, it looked, it looked, yeah, awkward. it was a bad
0: look. There was also another video but, where she had commented about how she was glowing
2: mm-hmm. because
0: of self love.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like anytime you hear it's, a woman
0: say, I'm glowing because of self love, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah that up. means he don't know the relationship over, but that thing over.
1: Reportedly, didn't she? Isn't she the one who filed?
0: Yes. So. What does your intuition tell you? Because I don't have intuition.
1: That at some point she got tired of however the dynamic of the relationship was where he didn't want to learn how to compromise. I don't believe he cheated. I just believe that he was so set in his ways and she was not trying to be like that. And so she's like, you know what? I'm going to pick me for once. And she didn't pick her for the majority of their relationship.
0: I can't disagree with that. That's what I got too. Her statement was very classy. mm. His statement said something to the extent of, never let your emotions ah, do something. something. He, yeah. sound, he sounded guilty. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yo, I hate you. He's Katie friend. Go sit down somewhere. Nah, that's the post when you you know, like, it's desperation at this you point. Messed up, <laughs> yeah. You messed up, bro. You messed up. Yeah, I know. Admit it. Miguel.
1: Now, this one, I wasn't too surprised by because then they break up already and they yeah. get back together. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, all right.
0: You kind of saw it coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, what's the what's the couple from, what show is that? Love is Blind? Love is
1: Blind, but they're from season two, Love is Blind. And I don't know their names.
0: No, nah, I mean, I don't watch yeah. But Bert does watch it from the big show and said that he knew from Jump. That that wasn't it.
1: So for me, I watched season one of Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the concept of the show. Mm-hmm. However, I knew this was a show that you could not recreate multiple seasons for. First of all, being the fact that this first season, no one knew what they were getting into. They didn't know the concept. They were going along with emotions, right? Yeah. Season two, people have already watched season one. And they're like, oh, this is what you're going to do. And this is what you want. So now people have this other idea of what the love is and to find the love. Basically, if anyone has never seen the show, love is blind is where there's a, a group of women. There's a group of men who are set up in these different little hidden pots. You don't know what the person looks like. You just talk to every different person until you find a person that you think you want to marry. And then when you say, hey, I want to marry you, and you propose to them, that's when you meet them for the first time in person and see what they look like face to face. So the first season, it made sense. This is a great concept to me. Mm. Second season, I feel like you're chasing what you saw in the first season. It's not as authentic. The first season ah, I thought was very authentic. Yeah. Second season is not authentic yeah. to me.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of shows go through that one. You
1: know, I, I feel like you should have done one and done. A lot and, of relationships you know? go through that too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so with this season, the couple that's getting a divorce, the man originally proposed to a different woman,
2: mm.
0: right?
1: And it didn't work out. And because of that, he proposed to his backup woman. He proposed to his backup woman. She didn't know she was the backup woman at the time
2: mm-hmm. when he
1: proposed. And of course they got married and she later found out when the show came out and they had to do a reunion episode.
0: Yeah. That she was the backup. Oh yeah, how that's gonna work. At some point, yeah, that's I don't it like it might work for now. It's a band aid. Yeah. At some point you really gotta heal. You gotta fix what's really going on there and that that ain't it.
1: That's not going to work out how you would think.
0: That makes sense. If I
1: find out that I was the backup woman, I wasn't the woman you originally wanted, what am I gonna do with you?
0: I got too much pride. You know? I got too much pride. I'm not mad at you if you can, you know, you can maneuver. In that situation, but right. a guy like me, a little bit too much pride. Um, who else got divorced? Kanye?
1: Well, he been
0: He, but, you know, from, he got divorce divorced moved. with black people.
1: <laughs> About time.
0: <laughs> you don't know. Black people gotta let it go. Nah, let me try to fight for Kanye, man. No,
1: we don't have the answers to his brain.
0: Enough is enough with this. Enough is enough. Katie, I got on this very platform back when he was here in Atlanta. He was doing a little show. I told everybody, I don't know why y'all going. I don't know why this is a thing. Why are so many people supporting him? He's at the show late. He's not coming out when he's supposed to, and he's in the arena. Then he got somebody flying out the arena. It's not him. He didn't told y'all slavery was a choice. You mm. know, like I'm the the red hat. You was once like the guy who said George Bush doesn't care about black people. Now you're the guy wearing the white lives matter shirt fresh off of asking the black community to support you with this whole Adidas thing. It's enough of trying to find excuses and justifications for this man's nonsense. Mm -hmm. It's enough. Van Lathan said this a while ago, and I believe these words still resonate today. I think that was powerful because what more needs to be said? And that was said back when he said slavery was a choice and, I I don't even, you know, it's funny. I don't even remember if I used this joke at my show. You tell me if I did, because I can't remember. Okay. But it uh, it was on my mind of, if slavery was a choice, right? Then what was being with the Kardashians? I feel like you did. I feel like I did too. I feel like you did. It was a choice. Yeah. So why are we supposed to care? You see my point? Like, you want us to, all of this, oh, but they did this to a black father. Then they did that to a black man. It was a choice to get with the Kardashians, wasn't it? Mm. If slavery was a choice. Mm. Well, how wasn't that? Why? Signing that contract with Adidas. Come on now. What was that? You knew what that was. That was a choice, my guy. You knew what you were doing. Right? Yeah. But now you want the support. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, black people, some, some black people still jump on this bandwagon and support this. Jesus ain't walk for this. He didn't, Katie. I'm sorry. There's no way he walks no, for this. I believe you. And sometime, I'm going to take this moment to say this. Come on. Sometime I get upset with, with some of my people because they are not looking at the writing on the wall. Mm. And I believe that this goes into the bag of what we said earlier where whenever there's a gift, mm. there's a curse. Always. The gift in our community sometime is that we're very forgiving. Think about it. OJ said... I ain't black. I'm OJ. But when he came home, Katie, what did we do? Welcomed him with open arms. OJ told us he not with us. Y'all, I'm gonna get down with y'all. And in the moment that they said OJ was innocent, who was cheering? We were us. Why? He done told us. Fuck you. We do this. I think it's because we. And I'm not insulting us for doing this uh-huh. because that's who we are. That's where we come from. We'll forgive you. We'll try to understand.
1: That, there we go. That's what I want to I get I think it. there's
0: beauty in that.
1: We're too supportive sometimes.
0: There it is. There it is. And too supportive to a fault of our own. And that's when I feel the way because, yes, sometimes you deserve that. But then I watch situations like one that played out a bit recently where I it's felt the way about something that was said. Okay. It had nothing to do with the person that it was said about. Okay, It had everything to do with the dynamic of what I was facing. Right. Where you've seen other communities and other cultures go out of their way to come into our community and our culture and laugh At. and make fun of mm-hmm. and put down someone who is trying to do what they believe is some kind of good in our community and in our culture, whether you agree with what they're doing or not is irrelevant because you are not a part of it. So to sit there and make fun of it, especially if that person happens to find themselves in the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to them in life. I'm not sure how to feel about you laughing about it, because for us to pretend like there's not a line there, a racial line right. is simply wrong. In my opinion. And if you've been black and you've read up on Emmett Till. Right. In every situation in between then and now. Mm, I don't know that if you being black, you could ever truly be comfortable at someone who is not black laughing at the demise of a black man. That's all I'll say. No, no, no,
1: no.
2: That's all I'll say. I don't think so at all.
0: No. But then when you see that so clearly. As a black person for years, and then someone who would do something as small as that to belittle someone that's outside of your community because they're preaching a message that you may not understand right in the face of you, and you're not sure how to take it, what they'll do is they'll go somewhere else and say, all the bad that has happened to me is that person's fault, Mm -hmm. right? And some black people have actually sat back and gone, I agree. When they do things like put a black person in the room to even say this message, why is the black person in the room? They have nothing to do with it. What do they have to do with it? Spokesperson. What you mean? Hmm. Hmm. You was never there. You don't know any part of the situation. But someone has to be the spokesperson because it looks weird if. There's no black person in the room and two non-black people are talking bad right. about a black person. So put the black person there just so it could look a little better. And there are some black people who unfortunately, somehow, some way, cannot see beyond that bullshit. I'm going to be honest. That has bothered me. Not anymore, but for a little bit. Because to me, it's the same message that's being sent when some of our community are not willing to stand and realize how dangerous it is what Kanye is doing, what OJ has done, and what that person did. I'm cool? Yeah. Alright. Who's next? Are you mad or no? Mad. Pranks, Katie. For some reason, these engagement pranks are all oh. over the place. Oh. Have you seen them? Yes. Alright, so, the one I saw most recently was, it was a guy at a baseball game. Gets on his knee. Ass his uh, The love of his life, let's assume, to marry him. She's excited, obviously. Pulls out a ring pop. A real ring pop. Remember ring pop? Mm
1: -hmm. Them things
0: are good. Fire. I would have took the ring pop, regardless. She slapped him. It's a good one, too. Slapped shit out of him. And then poured a drink on him. And then left. Then the video cuts off. Now, this is interesting for a couple reasons. Number one, was he wrong? Should you ever play with a woman like that that's number one number two was Shiro? should you slap a man and get violent in public if he plays with you in public like that number three they said he had a real ring in his pocket that's what it looked like because something was bulging pause <laughs> and now they're like well damn what if he really had the real ring like do you apologize and say babe i had the real ring do you still want to get married do you now see that as a sign and go yo Maybe I shouldn't marry her now because she was wilding. And number four, is that a test? And if it is a test, should you ever actually test anyone in that manner? Mad questions. Take it away, Katie.
1: I'm big on testing, people. Not even going to hold you. Okay. I'm big on testing. But number one, proposing with a ring pop to a woman. Just generic. We don't know anything else. Just a proposal. Don't do that unless that's y'all's thing. Unless it's something that's an inside you know, uh, an insider to you, or something that pertains to your first date and you ring know your pop. Partner. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You have to know your partner if you're going to propose with a ring pop, right? Yep. Number two, she is. I wouldn't be violent. Yes, I may be disappointed if I didn't want to get proposed with a ring pop, and I'm like, woo. You know, like what is this? This is not our actual ring. Is this a joke to you? Is our love a joke? I'm not going to hit you. I'm not going to turn violent. That speaks volumes on the woman. Men, stand up for yourselves. You should not let your women hit on you. And vice versa. We already know about that. But don't, don't tolerate that. Um, Three, say it was a test and he did have a ring in his pocket, right? Mm-hmm. If that's the case, right, I feel like it depends on how he proposed, right? Hey, now you know I love you. And you know my finances right now. And you know that I really can't.
0: But if you do According all that, it takes away reason. from the joke.
1: I, I, I'm Okay, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm going sorry. down I'm sorry. the list I'm sorry. of, of I'm possibilities sorry. I'm sorry.
1: outside of the joke, all right? Because right. uh-huh. a woman's not going to see this as a joke right away. She's going to see this as real. So all if right. it's real, it better see? be real because this okay. is an inside joke that we already have with ring pops.
0: Say
2: less.
1: Or I know your finances and I know you can't afford a ring, but you want to and you still love me. And so you're playing on it by proposing with a ring pop. Yep. And because I love you so much, I'm going to accept this ring pop. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it's the third scenario, I'm going to accept it. And then he's like, Well blam, real ring. You know, I'm like, Oh my God, I wasn't expecting this.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: you know? Yeah. It 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 depends on the delivery. What was four?
0: Four was uh shit- well, you kind of answered it already. Like, should you ever test a woman like that? And is that a good test? If so.
1: You should test your woman if you know that she would be receptive to the test. You have to know who you're dealing with and how you're dealing with it. Because a lot of women are not going to tolerate that. I feel like it's less women who would be acceptive of that. Yeah. Then I would say 25% of women would understand the ring pop joke or the ring pop ring. The rest will not at all. Right. Don't even try them. Don't even try.
0: Okay. So, number one, I would never play with my woman like that. Just That's just me. I ain't playing with her like that. Now, I've asked some of the women in my life, and they all kind of responded the same way. Like, nah, she went a little crazy. I don't think I would respond like that. That's a bit much. At the same time, you already know what that's like to you there. Mm-hmm. That's like the people who be like, nah, if I'm on a plane and somebody come out, I'm going to do this. But shut up.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't know, right? Like, mm-hmm. you
0: really don't know what you would do if you had a gun to your head. You got a gun in your head, right? Right. So, man, you in public, somebody filming, all these people, you think this is the love of your life? He played with you like that? Because I started looking it up. There was a woman who killed the man over this. There was a lot of these stories. Another woman who got it rocking with another guy. Like, so apparently this is the thing. And I'm not saying it's right to react yeah. that way. I'm just saying you really don't know
1: what you're dealing with.
0: You don't know. And you me- might have been waiting for this man to, like, propose for a long time. Yeah, you going to play with me? Like, if Tom Brady go to Giselle right now and be like, Babe, I'm retired. Psych! She might punch him square in the face, and she might not even be violent, but she didn't had enough, right? Mm-hmm. You just don't know. If I got the real ring, though, and I'm doing this, and then you slap me in the face, and then bop, blah bob and you go all crazy, I saw a lot of people saying, now nah, I'm out. Now I know who you really are. I don't feel like I'm going that far. I'm going to feel like I did something wrong, and maybe that's...
1: No, Maybe no, I'm no, wrong no, then. no, 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 no. I would feel you like that. You absolutely are wrong because what have you told me? What's well, it? I'm the prize. Oh, so shit. you're the prize in this oh, scenario. All right, so if you propose with a ring pop and she decides to hit all up on you, you don't deserve yeah. that because you're the prize, okay? She's not the prize. Yeah. She doesn't deserve... You don't deserve to be treated like that.
0: Yeah. And if you're
1: going to let a woman treat you like that, uh-huh. that means you don't think you're worthy I enough of more respect. Yeah,
0: she fine. I Let's keep it equal. I
1: know, I know she's fine. I know, I know she all fine.
0: Right. All right, you right. fine. All right, get my ring. who's next note of the week I saw a post by the great Neil Long Mm. and it said something to the extent of learn who deserves an explanation learn who deserves one answer Mm. and learn who don't deserve a damn thing that was powerful cause most of them don't deserve a damn thing nope Not a response, not a letter, not a word, not a nothing. Shut up. Mm. You know what's funny, too? What? You can't tell some people something. You can't tell some people anything because I was out, was at a group, had some ladies with us. And whenever guys come over and they want to try to feel, feel it out, right? Because there's a lot of times I'm in a situation where I'm around some beautiful women and I'm not with any of them. These are like my people. I'm chilling. I don't care. Do your thing. I'll be out with you when it happens, right? Yeah. I'll be watching how men move. Because I don't know how men move. I listen to women. I don't know. Because when I approach women, you know, I'm me. You see me. I'm always me. But men be lying. Oh, they be out here lying. They be saying they somebody whole different than when you actually see them in action, right?
1: And we live in the scamming capital.
0: Oh, do we ever. Of the country. Nasty. Everybody lying, right? You should see how hype people be when they look me and Katie up and be like, oh, y'all are serious. <laughs> like, yeah. How many
1: times have you been lied to around like, here? Right.
0: Like what? What? Yeah. No. Wait. Like, yeah. We're that. But this guy comes over. I was like, man, look what women go through. And I told you, it was I t- I don't know if I did. I tell you about the time I was in Colombia and a dude came over, and he was like, he was with the cartel and all that. He was like that. He used to be a Latin king, and for some reason, this dude was like, he just loved me. He just came over, he started talking to me out of nowhere, and we started kicking oh, it. That
1: guy, yeah, yeah He's no, like, no, no, oh, no, no, yup. yes, I'm From
0: New York, I'm from New York and, and he just, wanted to pay for shit. He just wanted to buy everything for yes, me. Yes. So yes, from yes, that yes, moment yes. on, it was love. He was mad, but he was like mad close to me. His breath stinky spitting in my face. But I was thinking to myself, like, damn, I really want these free drinks. I said, Oh, this is how women feel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's how I feel to be a woman. I'm a tolerated, Yo, I guess. Katie.
0: I was know. like, he gonna pay for everything. Uh-huh. Spit on me then, King. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> ah, that's nasty. Bottom <laughs> drinks is expensive. Y'all had to tolerate this man for two hours. But it, honestly, it wasn't because I wanted free drinks. I didn't care about that. I didn't want him to kill us. Because he was like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I got to let this man do his thing, right? We in Columbia. This is his home. I don't know. So if he say you want to buy me drinks hot, What well, I'm going to do. So he grabbing me all strong. Doing a whole bunch of things normally. I would be like, yo, fam. Well, I couldn't do that. Plus, he's being nice. He's buying me stuff. Why would I do that? So I got it, ladies. I understand, and I'm sorry that you're go through this. Now, watching my homegirl, and you know me, I'm always the guy that's not afraid of confrontation, right? Yeah. So I, I tell all of the women anytime they with me, "Hey, you want me to step in? Just say the word." I'm like, I'm cool with that. Like it's fun for me, right? So she's giving me like the, "Don't worry, about it. I, got, I got this." I go through this. It's nothing. It's dude, come chill, over. Chill, chill. You know what I mean? Dude, come over. Yo, what's up with you? My name is blah 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 blah. Wherever he from? Google me. So in my mind, as a man, I'm thinking anytime a man say Google me, I'm not that impressed because why do I have to? <laughs> like that's the way my mind works, right? Like, fam, if you really like that, like you know what
1: I'm saying? No, but sometimes I've had one man tell me that he's like Google me, and. He was about his business. He was just an arrogant son of a bitch.
0: And that's what I'm... So so sometimes it's it's not that he not like that, but if I'm a woman, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, first of all, I don't care. Like, I'll Google you on my own. Like, if you come over here and get... Like, I think some guys like me, for instance, I don't want you to Google me. I don't want you to know I'm anybody. I want you to think I have nothing but this game. And -hmm. like me anyway. (laughs) That's what I want, right? But Mm -hmm. I see, you know, I ain't hating. I see fans Google me. So she's like, yeah, nah, I don't wanna do that. He's like, nah, Google me, Google me right now. So he's going extra hard with the Google. So then finally she's like, yo, listen, I got a man, you know. He like, well, I don't talk to women who got a man. And she was like, okay, stop talking to me. He was like, yeah. But he, the way he said it and walked away, for some reason, it just gave me a whole new perspective of how toxic some of these men can really be. Like, bro, you had. To create a situation, even if it was in your mind, where you turned her down, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in reality, that's not what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like he literally, y'all, y'all, y'all. Y- before you even finish, before you fire me, I quit.
1: <laughs> it's to make him feel better. Oh my
0: god! About
1: himself. Oh, which some men do.
0: Yeah, ladies. Good luck. Who's next? Battle of the week. Katie, who's worse at choosing a partner, men or women? Mm. Let's talk about it. Who's worse? No one's worse. Mm. That's equal. thing is equal.
1: The only reason why is because there's different reasons why a man will be terrible at choosing a woman and why a woman will be terrible at choosing a man. Right? And mm-hmm. how I see it is that um, a good chunk of men... Are going to initially choose a woman based off of how she looks, right?
0: Yep, typically.
1: And then you find out that she ain't worth a damn. Mm-hmm. Besides throwing it back. Mm-hmm. She is useless. Mm-hmm. She is a headache. But mm-hmm. she can throw it back. But everything else, she does not meet the qualifications.
0: That's just not like going from personal experience. I don't, I don't sound general. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Now there's also women who look for the potential in a man. Mm-hmm. They want a man to be more than what he may be. Oh, you can't it, today. And how he may present himself. Come on now. He also does not have a job. Yeah. But he can throw down some good dick. Yeah. And you will take that good dick. Yeah. Even though it's unemployed dick. Yeah. And he is living in your place. Because if you go to his place. Yeah. He got an air mattress. Hey! And that's it. Yep. Yeah. So both of y'all
0: need to do better. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, that's the <laughs> same answer I had. <laughs> okay. nope, nothing to see here. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Who's next? All right, now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. And now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. Yo, you ever been ghosted? Yeah. This comes up a lot on the big show, right? And somebody asked me the other day, you ever been ghosted? Because you won't ever talk about if you've been ghosted. And at first I was like, nah. I think I have been ghosted. I had to really think about it. I know I have. I was ghosted. When? I forgot. It was a while ago. Yeah, I was ghosted, and I felt the way. But I'm bringing this up because if you're not familiar with the Big Show, a lot of times when people call up and want answers to being ghosted, we always say like, "Why does it matter? Mm -hmm. Right? Why do you even care?" Mm-hmm. they showed you how they feel. They showed you who they are. Just move on. Mm-hmm. Right. And this again goes back to the bag of what we just talked about on me telling you like, no, your worth. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. You didn't lose anything. They lost you. And I had to think back to if I wanted answers and I didn't, I didn't. It was interesting though, because I did like the girl. It was, um, it was still fairly early in whatever it was we were trying to develop. And I thought it could go somewhere, but at the same time, I learned this about myself. Because we were talking about this on Jaden Mo. I've always gone into every relationship of my life anticipating an end.
2: Mm.
0: And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. That's a bad thing. It probably is because, well, I don't manifest an end. See, that's a difference, right? Like I'm not saying it's gonna end. I'm not speaking that into the universe. You're
1: just preparing yourself.
0: Yeah, I'm anticipating it. I'm just know that every time you meet someone, it's not the rest of your life. Whereas I think a lot of people believe that. Every time you go into something, oh, this is the one. This is my husband.
1: So you come. This you is sh- my wife. You tried to come at it with a realis- real- realistic approach.
0: I don't think you got it the second time either. So go ahead and try to get it Yeah, go ahead. No, we ain't gonna get it right.
1: Realistic?
0: How no, do you I say it now? now? Is that my Because you tonight? ain't saying Why? the real. Real? No, you say realistic. It's realistic. Oh,
1: realistic. There you
0: go. Yes. I'm here for you. Tonight that's, that's your word. Thank you. Everybody got one. <laughs> Everybody got one.
1: Realistic. Yeah. Approach.
0: Right. Because, yeah,
1: you might need it. Yes, you might need it, but you come at it as, I know that there's a possibility for an end. Mm-hmm. When I start dating someone, I come at it as, it's a possibility for whatever happens. Just let let the rest just... Fair. You know? That's fair. I just...
0: Right. Like, you just, you excited about the possibilities. Yeah. Whatever they may be.
1: Any possibility.
0: And I admire that about you. We're very different in that regard, right? And I think that works better for you at times, and it works better for me at times. hmm The way I see it, which, being around you, and not only you, but my mom, my sisters... I've developed more of a optimistic attitude than I've ever had in recent years. I used to be very realistic. I used to always say I'm not an optimist. I'm not a, a pessimist. I'm a realist. In which, in reality, if you're a realist, you're a lot more of a pessimist than an optimist, right? hmm And I don't like to try to manifest it. I don't. But if we're being honest, the way I see it, more times than not, you're going to be wrong. Most people, most people have not been fortunate enough to meet one person and spend the rest of their life with them or two people or even three. Right. Most of us have had to kiss a few frogs, as they say. Mm. So you're only going to be right once, but you're going to be wrong quite a few times. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, if we just talking numbers, because men lie and women lie, but numbers don't. Most of these are going in. So when it does, I ain't that heartbroken like I've seen a lot of the people around me be. And a lot of the people who I know operate like you, they're happier in their relationships, but they are way more depressed than their breakups.
1: Okay. And yes, we may be happier in our relationships and way more depressed than our breakups. That means that you're less happy in your relationship.
0: I would admit that for sure.
1: So what part of you actually enjoys the relationship?
0: Um, that, that, that Now, now you pardon. Uh, I enjoy it. I just typically don't enjoy it as much as the other individual. And see, it. See,
1: and that's the problem. Because if you actually truly want to grow with someone, you're being... I, how I see it is that you're being too much of a realist, that you're not just enjoying the journey. You forget about the journey of two people coming together as one to learn about one another and become partners because you're so... F- you know, that that's in the back of your mind. The back of your mind is like, this may end. And, you know, I just have to accept that reality. So let me prepare myself for that instead of enjoying the ride. Do you ever just enjoy the ride and let yourself go with what you feel in the moment with that person?
0: Um, I could be wrong here, but let's talk. So now when I say, now I can compartmentalize pretty well. Okay. So when I say that I'm in. I go into it anticipating that there may be an end. I'm not thinking about the end the entire time. I'm trying to make this work. I'm happy. I'm here. I'm present. I'm in the moment. I'm all that. Perfect. I just feel like if it ends, it's not like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. I will never love again. I will never be the same. I went through that. That first cut is the deepest. Mm. It ain't never that deep again. Because now I operate understanding that I may love you to pieces and you may feel the same way about me. Well, we may be a season and a reason. But it
1: seems like because of this, you love less than she loves you more.
0: Now, I'll give you that. Now, I think a little bit of that comes with my experiences. I think a little bit of that comes with my personality. And I think a little bit of that comes with the toxicness and the fact that when I was younger, well, I had older men in my life who didn't give me the best advice. One of them telling me that it's your turn. When you were a woman, it's your turn. That it's not your woman. That's not your property. That ain't with you forever. That's your turn and i took that shit to heart and it i it i just was never able to look at a relationship or a woman the same and i also had a guy tell me whoever loves the other person more in a relationship has the least amount of power and i wish no one ever told me that stupid shit but yes i've carried that Somewhere in the back of my mind, in every relationship I've ever been in, and I do believe it's been an issue.
1: So imagine you're in a situation with a woman who loves you more than you love her, and the reason why she backs out is because she feels that you love her. She loves you more than you love her, and that's the reason why she's taking a step back.
0: How would you feel? If that's true, In which it could be, I'm torn. Because a part of me feels like, damn, what if I made her feel more comfortable? The other part of me feels like, damn, what if she fought for me? What if she fought? Because if I want something, Katie, I'm not expecting for it to make me it easy for me to get it because everything I've ever wanted and got, I worked for. Nothing was like here. I don't even think I would appreciate something that laid down and let me have it because I ain't wired like that. This new generation, we talk about this all the time. They don't work for shit. They just want it. I want it now. I earned it. I deserve it. They're entitled. You ain't earned shit. You haven't done anything. You haven't proven yourself. What have you done? I want someone who wants to earn my love as much as I want to earn hers. And I may be wrong, but that's how I feel.
1: No, it makes sense what you're saying. But imagine a woman who starts dating you, right? Mm -hmm. And you're saying that how you feel about relationships right now is from when you were a child. Mm -hmm. She's not going to be able to undo that. So there's going to be a while where she may fight and may try, but it's still going to be hard because this is something that you've been feeling since you were a child. And it's not something you're going to change. As I was always told, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's a fact. So imagine if she does put in the effort.
0: Oh, if she put in the effort?
1: Will you acknowledge it? Will you notice? Like, you know? Absolutely. How would you react?
0: I believe I would. Okay. I genuinely don't believe I've met that woman. Mm. I don't. I believe that my experiences of meeting women, they had their own shit. I had my own shit. And I ain't going to go into it, not, at least not today. Maybe one day, and we can part about it. But I don't believe I ever met that woman because I believe I would completely turn my shit around for her.
1: And I have a second question for you. Okay. There is that woman who wants to try and wants to fight for you.
0: Where? You seen her?
1: No, I'm just saying, Oh, okay, if she no, is. no, because
0: yeah, no, <laughs> give me <her> my number. <laughs> <Look>. No, <Nah, okay>. i
1: <laughs> Say, would you put it all on her to want to put that effort in, or would you see that she wants that effort and try to meet her halfway?
0: Oh, nah, nah, nah. The way my the way yeah. I feel like I see it is I just want her to prove that she want me. And if she want me, I want us. And I got it from there. Okay. But your level of wanting me, I got Still it, has
1: to be higher than your and, level yeah, of wanting her. Yeah,
0: man. Before I jump out this plane, I got to know that I'm strapped in. Like, I don't want to feel like something loose.
1: Why don't you want to walk out on Faith either? Huh? Walk by Faith, not by sight.
0: I did, and then she was pregnant by somebody else in the relationship with me. The last time Faith was on the line. So that it was burning up.
1: So that means just you're living in a jaded past.
0: All right. Now you all right. Listen. You ain't going <laughs> to jade a pink at me. Whatever you just said. Ain't <laughs> even August. We're not doing that. Um And as yeah. Yeah, I know I got trust issues like a lot of us do and I know I'm I just and I'm being fully accountable. I'm not even trying to talk around it. A part of me does want to test you for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Not purposely. Mhm. But I don't want to make it easy. I don't want to make it that easy. I ain't going to make it hard, but I do believe I'm worth mm-hmm. the little bit that you got to go through to have me. Okay. What do women say? Yo, if you can't handle me at my worst. You <laughs> can't. <laughs>
1: Give me in my back.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but I do remember when this particular woman ghosted me. I was pissed because... The day that she did it, yo, and I kind of saw it coming because she had some things going on with her about her past and the way she was treated. And she wanted a man that's this and ain't that and ain't that and ain't this. And she had mm-hmm. that whole thing going for her. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we are way too early in this relationship for you to be telling me mm-hmm. all that I'm not and I am. You don't even know yet because we haven't gotten to the place where I feel like I should be giving you that level of energy. Okay. So I kind of saw it coming. Mm -hmm. So it's funny how life works because the day where I decided, you know what? Maybe it is me. Maybe it's me. I had said to myself way back then before I even knew you, maybe Katie is right. Because I'm ahead of time. Set up a little surprise for her. Wanted her to come over. Had a whole thing lined up. That's the day she ghosted me. Mm. Text her. Yo, still coming? Yep. Never heard from it again. Mm. So I ain't say nothing for weeks. I was my pride was like yeah fuck her. And one day I was like I have to get this off my chest. But I ain't look for answers. I just wrote her. Yo, I gotta get this off my chest. But the day you didn't come over, I had a whole surprise. Blah 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 blah. I did all that. I don't really know what it is. I don't know what you're going through. But don't worry about it. It's cool. I feel like as adults, you could have at least reached out. You could have said something happened. Whatever the case, but don't worry about it. I wish you the best. Boom. And she texts me back, and I you know you see it, but you don't open it. Mm-hmm deleted it I never read it to this day I never read it I wanted to I wanted to read it and I was pissed because you know how normally a text come in and you can read it without them knowing you read it Mm -hmm. it ain't come in so I had to open it I was like oh you know what I said but I didn't even want to read it because I didn't care I felt like whatever your explanation is it's irrelevant it's irrelevant I don't care what you tell me there's nothing that you can tell me if you're still alive That would make me feel like, oh, I get it. Because you could have simply just sent a text.
1: What if a family member
0: passed? Hey, hey, I can't make it. Come on, Katie. I'm just. At some point, maybe not even that day. Maybe not even that day. Maybe the next day. Maybe a week. Two weeks later, you couldn't say, y'all my, you know, for me. Yeah. I'm cool. So if I'm being completely honest, there's also a conversation we had one day where she told me she enjoyed being pissed on. 80. I'm just. <laughs> what? No. I thought it was safe. No. Yo, we were just randomly talking one day and she told me this and I wasn't sure how to feel. I'm going to be honest. I was trying not to judge her, but I ain't really into that. No. You know what I mean? Like, I I like gold things. You know, I like jewelry and shit. I like showers. Yo. <laughs> Hey, what, you want me to do? what? Yo, she told me this. Yo, one day she was like, what's your level of freaky? And I'm like, I mean... I- you know what? This gets into All
1: right,
0: Huh? She told me that she's let men piss on her. I think that was her way of asking me or at least, like, testing me. Will you piss on me? Yes. It was. No, I will not. So
1: you're not that level of freaky? No, I'm not pissing How on... How level of freaky are you? Because...
0: Apparently not high.
1: I saw a video...
0: Of me pissing? No. Oh. They keep leaking shit. (laughs) leaking me leaking. Wait. Can't do nothing. No. Oh, my bad. There was this man. Yeah.
1: Who said he didn't get a follow-up date with a woman. Yeah. Because. Why? He went over her place. Mm -hmm. And she was like, look, I'm into some things. You want to go to the store with me? Yeah. The toy store. And he's like, yeah, girl. I'm freaky too. Come on, girl. Let's go. Right? Uh Uh-huh. They go to the toy store and they get a toy. And they go back to her place and they get a rocking. And then she wants to use a toy. And then she wants him to use a toy on her. And she's like, all right, I'm going to use a toy on you. And he's like, I'm using it on her. And he's like, yo, she is moaning and doing all these things she didn't even do when I was inside of her.
0: Mm. But this
1: toy made her go crazy. So he's Mm -hmm. like, I pulled out the toy. I started sucking on it like...
0: Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is whoa, what you like? Whoa, whoa. You know what that toy was? Whoa, whoa, whatever. that was... A dildo. Of course it was. And, I knew that was coming. And he was... Wait, the boy sucking dick to impress her?
1: And he said that when she saw that, she said, you can go home. <laughs> she kicked him out. <laughs> on the spot. Ah! And he was like, wait... Wait Wait <laughs> I suck dick for you What do you mean I thought this is what you wanted Yeah What do you That mean? was not what she wanted Nah baby What Wait See She did not want him to lick on the toy Yeah She just wanted him to use the toy But he mm-hmm. said I pulled it out I was like
0: That's your fam Nah You ain't
2: seen that video Hell nah
0: I ain't seen that And I'm glad I haven't The hell is going on out here It was a whole TikTok She kicked him out Oh <sighs> <laughs> Well, I see, now I feel justified.
1: Yeah, you should.
0: Because a part of me was like, how can you ghost me if someone is pissed on you? <laughs> I'm not judging. People if are you into their like... kinks. Your no. kink
1: is your kink. No,
0: we live in a world where you cannot tell jokes, you can't tell your experiences, and you can't not be into anything and not offend someone. If you like being pissed on, mm. cool. Mm. I don't care. Mm. Happy for you. Mm. Proud of you. Mm-hmm. Get all the piss you want. Me... Not my shit. Not my shit, Katie.
1: That, that's fine.
0: So I felt offended mm-hmm. at the fact that this woman, who has let men piss on her while her mouth was open, ghosted me. How dare you? <laughs> the audacity of you. No? All right. All right. All right. Forget it. Who's next? Now, when you got (laughs) ghosted, though, did you look for answers? That's all I want you to tell me. Yeah. Oh, see, why? 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 What answer you got?
1: She went back to the person she told me was going to go back to. Oh,
2: (laughs) that's why you don't
0: need answers. You don't need the answers, Sway. If they ghost, let them ghost. But she still watches every story I post on Instagram. Of course she does. Now she a ghost for real. Getting pissed on. (laughs) Went too far. (laughs) No, you didn't. All right. Say less. Who's next? Relationship talk. Khloe Kardashian said that she's going through mental trauma from Tristan Thompson's cheating. Now, I don't play with nobody's trauma. Nope. But I get paid to give my opinion. Mm. Kate, okay, have you ever been cheated on?
1: Not that I was aware of. But, you know, in recent light of things, I feel like I was.
0: Well, I certainly have. And I think if we were to take a poll, the majority of us have been cheated on. And- mm-hmm. Those of us who think we haven't, half of y'all have been too. Yep. And then the other half who thinks they haven't, you may not have gotten fully cheated on. But somebody had their tongue out Ah. at some point in your relationship and it wasn't for you. Ah. With that being said, yes, it sucks. Being cheated on is the worst shit in the world. Not the worst shit in the world, but it's up there. It sucks, especially if you're in love. Oh, let me be the first to tell you it is hard. It's trauma. It's hard. You got to get over it. It's a whole thing. But if you let somebody cheat on you 473 times, if we just talking and being honest, Mm -hmm. do you still have the right to call it mental trauma? Mm
1: -mm. You're doing that to yourself. Because, baby girl, you knew the first time. And... And if you wanted to be oblivious a second time, Uh but by the third time, your ass is not wise enough to realize what's going on. You putting yourself through that trauma, that means you want to be hurt at that point. Yeah. You want to feel the way you feel.
0: I feel like... You want
1: to be a victim.
0: Tristan should be able to say he's going through mental trauma at the fact that you keep taking him back and letting him do it. Mm. Somebody need to send him off on his way so he can humble, he could be humbled by the world. Mm -hmm. You keep letting him come back, cheat, come back, cheat, now he don't know what he want to do with his life.
1: And he proposed.
0: This is now. I'm joking. Again, because they're going to say, I defended Tristan Thompson. And then I'm going to make a whole episode saying, fuck Tristan Thompson. And then they're going to still be somewhere saying, I defended Tristan Thompson. They won't get it. All right, moving on. Who's next? Question of the week. Krishan Rock said, for y'all who don't know, Blueface is, what does he do? Is he a rapper? Yeah. Him and Chris Sean Rock have the most toxic relationship in the world.
1: He don't rap on beat,
0: though. Yeah, yeah, he don't do a lot. He just beat on his girl. But mm-hmm. um, that's not here nor there. Uh, I, I, it's a disgusting relationship. It's a toxic relationship. It's all over the place. I wish it wasn't. We're not going to go into that, but I have to tell y'all what we're talking about so you can be familiar. The question, though, is, well, she has a f- tattoo of his face on her neck. Big as hell, right? Mm-hmm. And she talking about she breaking up. Where are you going?
1: No, she says she's gonna get it
0: removed. That's not what she said. What she said was she's gonna get the new guy's tattoo next to him. Remember, um, she said she's gonna put the new face next to his face, next to Blue Face. Who the <laughs> fuck doing that? Who doing that, Katie? Who doing that? Every time I kiss you in on the neck, I got to kiss this man in his face. You kissing Blue Face in the mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a man desperate enough to do it. But, Joe, yo, can you date somebody with a whole nother person face on their neck? No. Right? Like, said, no. I, what are we doing? What's nah, happening out here?
1: That's disgusting. Even and not even a person that you used to date, even a person in general. Like, say if somebody has their child tattooed on their neck. I'm not kissing your neck. It's your grandma on your neck. I'm, I'm not kissing, not kissing your grandmother. Your I'm
0: tongue kissing your grandmother now.
1: That's disgusting. I'm
0: not doing that. Mm. I'm not. I'm not bugging. No. Who's next? Sicko Award. He's so fake, but I'm so rare. Yeah. I'm so sick. But he's just there. Sicko Award goes to Antonio Brown. So former football player who was in Dubai, I believe, with his uh his nuts out. Yep. Also posted a picture of him and Tom Brady's uh wife who's currently getting a divorce with this at the Super me, Bowl yeah. after Tom Brady stuck his neck out for him and had him in his home. I really don't want to go into all of the reasons why Antonio Brown is a sicko. He he's just a sicko. I hate that his last name is Brown. I hate that y'all pay attention to him. I, it you see yeah, all of all right. it. Yeah, all of it. Uh he, he's sick. He is sick. Also, uh, runner up. Uh there was some random guy who I saw who got arrested because he left his machine gun in an Uber. What? Huh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> okay.
2: That's
0: all I got. He left the fuck? left a machine gun in the Uber. Um
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh do better, man. hmm Do better.
2: Who's next?
0: Reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game. Feeling uh, I'm going to call this, this segment, What train. Happened to the Eyes. Here's what I mean. Pay attention to people. Tells you a lot. When you actually just stop, listen, and watch. Watch people move. One of the things I've realized about people, when people win, When they're up, when good things happen to them, whatever the good things may be, you ever realize how quick they are to take accountability for it all? Mm -hmm. I'm here because of how hard I worked. Mm -hmm. I'm here because of all I had to do. Mm -hmm. All of the obstacles I've had to overcome. All of the trauma I've had to face. Mm -hmm. All of the going around over... And through negativity and people's opinions and people doubting and people hating. I did that. That was me. I want the credit, right? But oddly, for a lot, the moment things don't go so well, mm. maybe things didn't pan out the way you wanted them to. What happened to the eyes? Mm. Right? Some Pop of these the people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as quick to say, I'm the reason I failed. I'm the reason this didn't work out. I'm the reason I got fired. I'm the reason that I didn't accomplish my goals and dreams. Now, then it becomes him, her, they, and them. What happened to the eyes? That's not interesting to anybody, Mm -hmm. right? When you really think about it, look how quick that changes. If you were fully accountable for all of the good that happened to you, why the hell weren't you for some of the bad? Now you're a scapegoat. Mm. It's interesting to me when you really think about it and get into the psyche of this because very rarely do you see people stand up there and give somebody else the reason or the purpose of their blessings. Unless it's their parents or their grandmother. You very rarely hear that. Or maybe their wife or their husband if they're a good person. Right?
1: Self-reflecting isn't a thing anymore.
0: Mm. Only when you're good. Mm. What happened to the eyes? If you're going to be accountable for the bright, and why are you not accountable for the dark? As much as we like to believe, this is just my personal opinion. That all of the bad things that happen to you have nothing to do with you. Most of the time, not all, I believe that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Because life is a lot more simple than people would like to believe. Now, do bad things happen to good people? Of course. That's always going to be a thing. However, I believe that on your journey, yes, some of those obstacles are going to be because of what other people have done. But your destination, the end of the race not the hurdles, the finish line, where you end up, and hey, you got to take some of the responsibility for that one. Mm-hmm. You lying to yourself if you don't. If you couldn't get up after you dropped over a hurdle, if you allowed that hurdle you didn't get over to continue to affect you to the point where you never made a finish line, you blame that hurdle all you want to. That's on you, champ. We saw that with that young black woman that was in that track race. I don't remember whose daughter it was. I wish I did. But remember, mm-hmm. the race started. She lost her shoe. She ran back. She put her shoe on. They was way ahead of her. She caught up to them, smoked them, and won the race. It was a young lady. A lot of adults are not capable of that. As soon as they shoe come off, it's the shoe's fault. Mm. Knowing full
1: well.
0: How's the shoe's fault? You, you. We so quick to take all responsibility for when we win. No responsibility for when we lose. Look at yourself and ask yourself why. And is that really real? Is that true? I believe, more often than not, some of us do not want to be fully accountable for our L's. You had something to do with that. You have a lot to do with you. With what happens to you. Mm. There are so many people in the world who do not want to realize or admit That the only person truly in your way is you. You're competing with you. Blame whoever you want. It ain't your responsibility what people think about you. It's not even relevant what people think about you. The only thing that matters is what you think about you. A million people can say you can't do it. If you believe you can, you will. A million people can say you can do it, but if you don't believe you can, you won't. The only person in your way is you. Believe it if you want. Don't believe it if you don't. But I guarantee you the results that you get will be because of you. That's how I see it. Who's next? Quote of the week comes from a man named David Goggins. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh, gentleman that was in the military at some point, Katie, he's been through it all. Man been through a lot. I mean, had a whole bunch of injuries, fought through it. He's just a monster. Google him if you want to know more, but he is a beast of a person. He gets people in shape. He gives motivational advice, great mental advice, tells you how to get your mind right, your body right, and he does it in a very uh vulgar way. He don't hold back. Okay. Yeah, he he talks his shit. He don't okay. care. He gonna he gonna talk. But A lot of his messages resonate, man, and they hit. They hit the soul. They hit really deep. And I saw a video last week where he said, I had to stop caring what people thought about me. I realized that everybody's fucked up. That's the one thing I realized. I walked around and I put these people on a a fucking pedestal. Everybody was better than me. So I can't tell you anything about me because you're going to judge me and I'm going to feel even worse than what I am. What I realized, once I calmed my mind down, I sat back and looked at how jacked up this world is. Once you realize that you are not alone, everybody that's talking to you about how jacked up you are, only thing they've done better than you is they've hidden their fucked up world better than you have. That's all they've done.
1: You belittle yourself in that situation. Yep. Because you don't think that you're worthy Um, because you're not recognizing your value in that same room.
0: See what I'm saying? So you're afraid. To be yourself because they're going to judge me. Mm -hmm. What will they think of me? Right? Because you think they all see me for my flaws while you see all of them for their highlights. Mm -hmm. When in reality, the truth is, we all have shit. We've all done things that we don't necessarily like or not proud of. We all have something with us. A lot of us are just better at hiding it. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're not a public figure. If you're not on a platform. Yeah, we may not know your shit, but you know all of ours. Does that mean you're better than us? Or does that mean that you are just in a position where you can hide it? And he said once he really understood that, once he truly understood that everybody in here got some shit that they ain't proud of, everybody in here got some shit that they wish they did better or they wish they could do better. We all have flaws. We're all flaws. We're all trying to figure it out. We're all fucked up. Once he really got that, he took everybody off the pedestal, and he realized he was on a level playing field, and he started to truly be himself, and that's when he found his power. Mm. That's when he found his voice. Mm-hmm. That's when he found his purpose. And I thought that was deep because a lot of us struggle with that. And nobody better than you. So once you get that, what you worried about what somebody think? For what? They got their shit, too. Right. And if they running around judging, good. Because we ain't budging. So I'll play his exact quote and do with it what you will. With that being said, I'll leave with this. I thought about this the other day. I grew up prideful, not wanting to express myself a lot for the same reasons of what I just spoke to. Judgment. When you grow up in a hood or when you grow up in environments where you constantly feel like you're moving in a room full of vultures and you got to be tough, you won't even tell people you love them. Like, I grew up in that era where you didn't tell your dad you loved him because, you know, it wasn't cool. You didn't tell your brothers. You ain't tell your best friends that you loved him. Sometimes toxic masculinity is so wild, you won't even say happy birthday to your dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yo, happy G-Day. <laughs> <laughs> what? What Yo, is fam, that G-Day? What is that? What? Right? Like, your happy born day, king. Like, oh, yeah happy birthday, fam. I love you. You know what I mean? Like, there was an era where you didn't tell your guy that. Yo, what you mean you love me? Yo, that's, yo, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's sus. What are you talking about? Right? It's a new day today. My dad tells me he loves me. I tell my dad I love him. I would tell my son I love him. I tell my best friends I love him. I tell, my, I tell you, about, I don't care. Right? Like, express yourself. Be yourself. Say how you feel. That person don't receive it. That's not your responsibility. You are responsible for how you present it, not how they receive it. Mm. We ain't here for long, and you got one time around the track. Make sure people know how you feel. Some of us are so toxic, we'll be a lot quicker to say something that we will regret because we'll say something we about somebody that we don't like before we'll say something about somebody that we do. That's kind of wild when you think about it. I know people will tell you, fuck you, way quicker than they'll tell you they love you. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself why. With that being said, I normally end the podcast with one of my own songs, and it's not because I'm a self-serving individual. That's because we get fined. if. <laughs> Just want to put that out there, huh? trust me. They I'd, gonna
1: come find me.
0: I'd, yo, I'd love to put some other shit on, but hey, can't do it.
1: Here's another one. Yeah, <laughs> I me. Mean?
0: But here's a loophole. Um, I've learned that if you talk about the song before you play it, well, then it's okay. This is also a gospel song, so if I get fined for playing music that represents Jesus, well, you have to ask yourself, who are you really? <laughs>
1: You don't
0: love Jesus. But this song is by a guy named Marvin Sapp. Uh, it's a song. Wait, you, what? You know Marv?
2: Yeah. You, 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 know, you know, know, Marv. Marv. know Marv? Marv is my guy. Oh, Marv. Tell Marv, Marv. I said. Marv. Up, Marv.
0: Baby? You know what I mean? And um, it uh, came on in the gym the other day randomly and it took me back because when I was like in those places, I'm talking dark places in my life and I know that There are a lot of people who listen to us every week, and I listen. I hear y'all. I know when y'all say, thank you, I'm going through something. I needed that word. I needed this. I'm going to try to every week give y'all something I think y'all could use because I'm here. I'm here. I hear you. I'm here for you. I do this for you. So for whatever this may do, if this can help, use it. But when I was in those places, this song of this is not the time, this is not the place to give up. To quit. It's so easy to quit, man. When you're in those dark places, it's so easy to believe it's never gonna get better. It's so easy to just say, I'm done, I wanna give up. But I promise you, I promise you, through full blown experience, it always gets better. And it always gets the worse before it does. Hmm. So don't quit. Don't give up. If you needed somebody to tell you that, here I am. This is not the time, this is not the place. Play this song in its entirety. I promise you, you'll feel better. Shout out to Marvin Sat. Shout out to you. Shout out to Jesus. Shout out to us. Best part in the world, in the moment, next week, bitches.